And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania. That's right. Thank you so much for your belief and trust in us. Thanks for inviting us into your living room, into your cars, into your boats, into your into your diners, actually. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for uh, your belief and trust in us. Uh, we broadcast live every weeknight, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the Global Star Radio Network, also on YouTube Live and Blog Talk Radio. So we've got three platforms, three venues, two websites, Hagman and Hagman.com. That's for the show information, hagmanreport.com. That's where the content is. And there, two things. Look for the Vintage Radio. You want to know what the schedule is for the week? John Robertson takes care of that. Vintage Radio, radio, and underneath it is the show schedule. And you want to advertise, you want to get to, if you want to advertise on Hagman and Hagman Report, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, we have a program now where you, as a small business owner, small business can advertise and reach as many people as the big talkers. Join Pro Flowers. Join Omaha Steaks. And join Health Masters. As a matter of fact, look at this, Health Masters. This, folks, is the key. Let me tell you something. Cortisol Buster. Ha. New product. I, this, I, 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 I can see through you. That's what this does. Focus, clarity. And also, it is a de-stressor. As well as, if you do nothing else, if you do nothing else right here, right here. Ultimate multiple. If you're not getting your ultimate multiple from uh, say that fast three times. If you're not getting your ultimate multiple from healthmasters.com, then you are peeing away your money, literally. Healthmasters, ultimate multiple, and, of course, my favorite of favorites, vitamin B. I'm not sure. Uh, I've got th- I've got two packages at healthmasters.com named after me. I'm not sure if that's a, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's it is what it is. But, folks, healthmasters.com, and speaking of healthmasters.com, Ted Brower is our guest, but before I bring him on, it sounds like I have a purple. I had a purple stick before the airtime. Uh, Joe, bring him on. Yeah, great to be here. And uh, I have been taking the cortisol buster for uh, the last few days, and um, it's been kind of hectic in, in in my life. So I, I can't. I, I don't feel the effects or notice the effects. But once I settle down and uh, the stress releaser will be a big is a big thing for me. And well, vitamin I, B, I, 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 I try vitamin to, B I, every day too. I did try. I did duct tape him. I tried to get my coffee in him. He wouldn't take it. So anyway, <laughs> and um, today's the first day I did not have a purple stick before the show, but still feel good anyway. Doctor Ted Borer, HealthMasters dot com. Wait, wait, wait. One, one thing I forgot. I'm sorry, uh, folks. I did a video, a six minute video uh, about the color revolution in the United States. Please, sorry, the Hagman Report. Yeah, it's on the YouTube channel. Yeah, please share that. That's important information. Organizing for America. That's Obama. And did you know? Um, there's a website. It's called uh, uh, what is it? Tellontrump.com, I believe it is. I saw it's, it's, a, it's about amazing. That. Yeah, it's a it, it's by um, uh, Gizmodo. Anyway, you've got to you got to you got to watch that six minute video, please, and share it with everyone you know. Not because it's ours, but because the information is critical. Joe, go ahead. I'll Dr. Uh, Ted Boyer is our guest for the first hour this evening. He's joining us from a remote location, uh, getting a little R and R. And, uh, Ted, I, I see you. Everything looks good. Sounds good. Let's rock and roll. Uh, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you guys having me on as always. We're down here in Miami, which used to be part of the United States. I don't know what it is now. 
I heard every foreign language but English <laughs> from the guests in the hotel. I've not met one person yet that speaks any kind of English. I thought that was kind of silly. I thought, wow, that's just really odd. I, I feel like I'm down in a, it's like South Manhattan. America somewhere. And so, I mean, we've, we've heard every language. I mean, I mean, I even got, I just was introduced to, I've never really heard Hebrew spoken before. So somebody was in the elevator speaking Hebrew. And I thought, wow, that's, that's interesting. I've never really heard Hebrew spoken like that. So that was pretty cool. So we've had a lot of exciting adventures already today. I got to figure out the interstate highway system trying to get down here after they revamped it, and that was just kind of use the navigation and pretend like you don't know where you're going because that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. But it's been fun. You know, we've had we've had an incredible week, Joe and Doug, as far as the news with Donald Trump, with Flynn, all the stuff we've been covering on my show every day from 3 to 4. And it's been some crazy stuff. Been and listening. The, the, the deep state is not wanting to go quietly into the night. You said this would happen. I said this would happen. Joe said this was going to happen. Uh, we know that they're what they're doing basically is continuing to just just be incredibly upset that Hillary Clinton didn't win because they want to continue with that Clinton Bush crime cabal for the next decade, I guess. So it's going to be interesting watching this stuff, you know, take place because Trump is going up in the polls now. Rasmussen, yeah, Rasmussen has him up to fifty-five percent. Actually, I think his numbers are much higher than that because everybody sees what the media is doing to him and exactly what's going on. Tonight, I want to talk about, to start with, I want to talk about drugs, and I want to talk about drug withdrawal. I also want to talk about opiate withdrawal. I want to talk about alcohol, uh, benzodiazepines. I want to do, go into detail on what can be done as far as coming off of these different types of drug. Uh, you have, you've got the methadone, the alcohol, the bennies. You've got the opiates, the, the amphetamines. And let me give you a couple interesting statistics. I have a friend of mine who runs a clinic in Australia, and he gave me some interesting things about these particular drugs and the withdrawals for them. Now, quite frankly, let me be real direct with you guys. I'm not going to talk to you about medication or dosing or trying to get you on different types of meds to help ease your symptoms. If you are really, really addicted to these types of drugs, you really need to be in a drug treatment protocol. You need to be in an organ, in a, in a place where they can help you, especially if you're really, really, really an addict. If you have occasional recreational use of some of this stuff, then you can probably come off of it pretty easily, but I don't suggest that you try to do anything without the aid of a licensed medical doctor, and hopefully you'll be able to find a licensed facility in your area. But we're going to talk about what you can do and what these different death rates are and what happens to it. The first thing we have to realize, Doug and Joe, is that we need to teach people the Word of God. One of my primary scriptures is Romans 12.2. You have to confront the false belief systems that people have, and you have to replace it with God's truth. And Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's the biggest problem that most people have is they're in a situation where they don't really know what to do as far as the, you know, you know, as far as the, is that better or worse with the eyes turning my video down some? Is that better or worse? I, I, I think of, the lighting was a little, it was better. Okay. Well, but if I'm bothering you, I mean, you look fine no, either way. That's okay. That was just where I, I wasn't sure because I look kind of bright. But what we have to realize, the most important thing is that we accept Jesus Christ. Now, for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, you guys know that I'm a Christian. I don't make any bones about that. I'm very open about my Christianity. And it's not because I think I'm better or worse or anything else than anybody else. I just know that God has done a lot of stuff in my life, and I just appreciate him for what he's done. And I know that because of the blood of Christ, and we've done shows with you, Doug and Joe, on the blood of Christ and the power that it infuses with you with the correct frequencies that it puts through you through scalar waves, and it's really an interesting way of looking at salvation. In fact, this Sunday night here on Global Star, from 7 to 8 p.m., right before Dave Hodges, I'll be doing another show on the blood of Christ from 7 to 8 p.m. If you guys are really curious about how that works, 
and why Christians have so much blood in their religion and why the Hebrews had so much blood in their religion. And I finally kind of had an answer given to me by the good Lord by that, about that. And so we kind of cover that. But let's talk first about these different types of the worst, worst of the, 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 the worst withdrawal effects. Methadone, contrary to popular belief, is probably the worst of all because of the half-life of the drug. It just goes on for months. It can go on for months. Alcohol is pretty bad. You can have some terrible, terrible, uh, just absolute hallucinations with that. The, ben- the benzodiazepines are also bad. The prescription opiates, of course, are bad. The amphetamines, solvents, inhalants, pot. The uh, the death rates, uh, you know, really, you know, uh, 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 used to be pretty high with the alcohol and the benzoids, the ben- benzies, but now the amphetamines seem to have taken over. Uh, with heroin, the death rates really aren't that high unless you overdose on the drug. So you have to understand there's some things that you have to do from a health standpoint if you want to get off the drugs. Number one, you've got to try to figure out what in the world you're doing to your brain. Now, I'm going to give you a couple articles very quickly here. Here's an article here. It says uh, inflammation can be is now being recognized as a physical cause of depression. People don't understand that when your body's inflamed, your body starts doing weird things, and pain will cause all types of problems with drug abuse. It really will because it's one of the first things that you get involved with as far as this, is trying to medicate yourself. Uh, vitamin D is very, very important for help to reduce inflammation, to stop cytokine storms. Uh, also, anti-inflammatories, you know, can also boost moods. There's all kinds of things you can do with cod liver oil, etc. And also, you have to be careful when you start taking a lot of these different types of drugs because of the side effects. Here's another interesting article. It's by, uh, it says how antidepressants can ruin your natural serotonin so you can never be happy again without your pills. Well, I don't agree with that article, but I will say this. If you do get really addicted to these antidepressant medicines, it becomes very difficult to get off of them. In some cases. What are some, what, what, Ted, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, give me some. Uh, Prozac, Zoloft, Xanax, those types of drugs. Okay. Uh, the researchers now are demanding that the American Psychiatric Association study the fabricated benefits of antidepressants that are covered up with adverse health effects. Uh, this is some really good news here. It's, it's, it's showing that basically that a lot of people right now are being lied to, and they're saying that, you know, you can take these drugs and it'll cover up these effects. And that's like treating a headache with aspirin. What ends up happening is you get into a situation where you don't have a deficiency of aspirin or Tylenol or Advil. You're treating the headache because there's something wrong. Either you have a blood sugar condition, high blood sugar, low blood sugar. Shoot, you have a brain tumor. You get a bad impaired circulation. All kinds of different things can cause headaches. You can have a your neck, your your vertebrae could be out of could be dislocated or not aligned properly. It can cause headaches. Taking the aspirin, all that does is just treats the symptoms. Plus, it really causes a lot of intestinal bleeding. Here's another one. This is really really important. And this is one of the things that's really important about our B vitamins, Doug. This is one of the reasons that it works so well. Depression and stuck negative behavior are linked to impaired folate. What we have found that a lot of people, unless the folate is methylated, it simply can't pass into the body, and so the B vitamins don't work. So what they've learned is that when you when you basically methylate them, it bypasses the liver, and it makes it a lot easier for the body to use the folates. The biggest problem with this is the vast majority of drugs or, or B vitamins on the market are not methylated. Let me read you this quick, quick thing here. Depression disorders, cognitive health, and brain development rely heavily on adequate folate. It appears that research has discovered that malfunctioning pathway in gene-related to improper folate and a stuck, rigid, ruminating depression. That perhaps the characters of the movie Grumpy Old Men or Aging Parents or Preschoolers or Teenagers who struggle with negativity and depression may have had this altered gene pathway, and so they need some extra help. 
And it says that unless you're taking the methylated version of the folates, it simply doesn't work. Now, what you can do, too, now remember this, if you're trying to come up with these drugs, is you need to have a really good attitude, number one. You need to realize that you have to have God's word in your life. You need to be praying on a regular basis. You need to be believing God that you're going to get past all of this. One of the first things I've noticed, Joe and Doug, is if a person wants to make changes, it's a lot easier to make that change if that person has the right attitude. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think this is uh, something we should expand on a little bit because when you're talking about drug addiction and uh, dependency on, on some substances, there's the physical uh, addiction or dependency. Then there is the mental aspect, which a lot of times is a lot tougher than the physical aspect of it. Uh, because you have to retrain your brain, you have to think positive, and you, it's almost like you have to learn how to live as as a person again. Um, well, well, the, the biggest problem that people get is they start self medicating. You know, they self medicate with alcohol, they self medicate with opiates, they self medicate with who knows what. They just pick a pick a drug that you honor alcohol. I know my mom. You know, she was a survivor of World War II out of Germany. And, uh, you know, may she rest in peace. I mean, you know, in a lot of ways she was a wonderful woman, but she self-medicated with cigarettes and she self-medicated with alcohol. And I don't like talking about that, but it was, it was, it was pretty rough being raised like that. And, you know, she's did all, she did a lot of things absolutely wonderful, but we, I was raised with that. My brother, he was also born during World War II in Germany back in 1941. And he saw some horrible things he remembers. Uh, and so he basically self-medicated with alcohol his entire life, and he's just basically now in his mid-70s, and he's a complete and total alcoholic, and I feel bad for him. So the reality is, is that a lot of times that's what we do with drugs and with alcohol is we don't like our current state. That's why I started this off with Christ, and I started off with God, with Yahweh and Yeshua. And that's one of the reasons that Alcohol Anonymous talks so much about God in their 10-step program, because you really have to understand that you have a greater power source available to you than just yourself. Because you're absolutely right, Joe. When you get really caught up in this stuff, a lot of times the addictions can be just more of a mental addiction than they are a physical addiction. Though The physical addiction can be very, very strong with some of these drugs. But the reality is that that mental addiction, you've got to have the right attitude to want to say, no, I'm not going to do this. And, guys, I know a lot of you are listening right now and you're drinking too much or you're taking something you shouldn't be taking or you're smoking pot all the time. Okay, I got that. Okay, we know that happens all the time. We understand that. And you have to realize that and people are always saying to me, why do you always have such a good attitude? Why are you always so positive? Well, the truth of the matter is, you know, we deal with the news all day long, Joe and I and Doug and, you know, and a lot of the other alternative news talk show people. And we have to have a stronger faith in God or Yeshua because if we didn't, we simply couldn't deal with this information. Because I know, I know because I've read the Bible, I know how the story ends. I know how, I know how the whole thing ends. I know that Yeshua is going to be successful, that Yahweh is going to take control of the world. I understand that, that we're going to go to his dimension in heaven with him when this is over with, and that we've been bought at a price. And when you understand that, when you know who you are in Christ Jesus, you realize very quickly that it doesn't have to be all about you. You can rely on God, basically, put a do not disturb on that door, Sharon. You can rely on God to give you the strength that you need in order to do what you need to do on an ongoing basis and not have to depend it upon yourself. Because if I had to depend just on Ted Brower and I wasn't going to be able to depend to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit, Doug and Joe, it would be very, very frustrating, very frustrating to me. That's why I really believe in positive spiritual affirmations. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Complete, complete, commit your plans unto the Lord, they will succeed. This is the day the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice and I shall be glad in it. And it doesn't matter how you feel. These are the words that come out of your mouth. Because remember, when you speak the words, you create what's called a scalar wave. And those scalar waves, 
excuse me, they literally change the fabric of space-time. So we have to understand that if we're going to have a physical change that's going to last, we've got to start talking and speaking the right things. I know so many people, they, they, they'll, I'll hear them say, well, I've tried to quit smoking so many times, I can't quit smoking. Or I've, I've tried to give up the bottle so many times, I can't stop drinking alcohol. Well, they're speaking those negative words over and over, and they're programming their subconscious mind basically to believe what they're saying because the body thinks, your mind thinks what you're saying is true. you got to understand something. This is very important. And if anything gets through this show right now, for the folks that are suffering with this, this is the thing I want you to get. Your brain doesn't understand a joke. It doesn't get a joke. When you speak something, it doesn't know it was a joke. It thinks it's real. So if you say, I can never get off alcohol, I've tried so many times, the brain says, oh, okay, that's the truth. I'm going to make sure it's going to be that way because that's the way I want it to be because that's how you have to look at every sentence that you speak comma, and that's the way I want it to be. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, comma, because that's the way I want it to be. If you start saying anything negative, comma, because that's the way I want it to be, you, you, you don't get this. Your, your subconscious brain does not get jokes. Everything that comes out of your mouth, it thinks is real, and it tries to accomplish that for you. And it's, that's done through a mechanism the brain called the reticulator activator. And I've done entire seminars on this. So that's where the first thing that you've got to get past in your mind is that the negative confessions have to stop. You know, and, and Joe and Doug, you know people that have been like this, that they basically, every time you talk to them, you get a 30-minute organ recital on how bad everything is. And, and quite frankly, no matter how hard you try to help them until they're willing to stop confessing that stuff, have you ever noticed that it doesn't, they don't really seem to get any better until somebody finally says to you, hey, look, you need to stop talking like that? Absolutely. Um, I've noticed it with people uh, a lot, and some people will refer to these people as, you know, energy uh, suckers, how they siphon energy Vamp- from people. Yeah, vampires. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, and that goes back to what I was saying about the the need for a positive attitude and uh, you know to to keep your mind in the right in the right place because if you have a bad attitude or you are always thinking you're, you're thinking you're always sick, thinking there's always uh, you know terrible things happening to you, they're gonna keep happening to you. or You're gonna be sick even if you're not. You're gonna feel sick just because you continue to tell yourself, oh, you know, I feel sick. I don't feel good or I don't want to do this. I, I hate this. The the uh, well, and what you're talking about is, is the, the vocalization of those thoughts. So, one, we have to retrain our brain not to think negatively. And two, we have to make sure that what we say is positive, even if we're not feeling so positive at, at the moment. Remember, remember what the Bible says. The Bible, the Bible validates this. It says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It also says, by the power of the tongue, that has life. So, we it's kind of like this. If you want to confess negative stuff about your life all the time, you kind of like pour your feet in concrete. And little by little, you build a sarcophagus around you that creates all of this. Pretty soon, you're this reality that you've created by yourself because of the words that you've spoken. I mean, that's kind of a really simple analogy, but that's what happens. And pretty soon, all the negative stuff is always coming your way. you got to learn to break that. Some of the best motivational speaking that you can hear is through Zig Ziglar. I know him. I knew him. He's a very good friend of mine. I dedicated my first book to him. And if you listen to him, he's on free now online. You can listen to him. He's got all the seminars online for free on YouTube. And, you know, may he rest in peace. He's a fine man of God. And Jim Rohn is another one that you can listen to, especially if you're trying to come off of opiates or trying to come off of drugs or alcohol. And you can realize that you can do this with God at your side a lot easier than you can do it by yourself. Now, some supplements that you can take for this. One is 5-HTP, the 5-hydroxy-L-tryptophan. This is a precursor to serotonin. So I care of serotonin. It's, it's that important. Another one Doug just held up a minute ago. I've got it right here. I'm about to take some in a minute. Cortisol buster. This one really, really, really is, these are adaptogenic herbs that actually allow your body to basically create what it needs to from a hormonal standpoint to really help stabilize the moods. I know when I take four of these a day, 
I felt it the first time I did it after about three or four hours. By the third or fourth day, it was amazing. Austin told me today, because Austin's kind of high strung. He's 28 years old, got a lot of testosterone, gets mad about stuff. Stuff doesn't go right. And he was at the, in the house this morning talking to us. He goes, you know what I've noticed, Dad? As long as I take that cortisol buster, my energy levels are great, but my mood swings are flat. I don't have the ups and downs. I kind of just stay st- steady all of the time. It gives me really good mental focus and clarity, and that's what we do. In fact, uh, this is a, this is just a phenomenal product. I, I love this product, Cortisol Buster. That, that doesn't keep you awake at night, right? Absolutely not. It does not. In fact, if anything, it helps you sleep. That's right. That's, like- that's okay. That's because that's what I've been saying. And there's what's the, what's the optimum time to take it during the day? It doesn't really matter. I I, I take I take four a day. I got four in my hand here. Hey. I, you can't be the only one. Hey, Ted, the label says one to <laughs> two the only one. a day. One to two a day, the label says, uh, Ted. Oh, uh, you can't. I can't. Yeah, no. Well, Joe, try four. Maybe you'll feel it better that way. <laughs> yeah, but, maybe I will. But, and the same thing. These adaptogenic herbs, they're not going to hurt you because what they do, they do, they create what your body needs. And I tell you what, when I take this product, I mean, I'm driving in traffic on Interstate 95 today that stop bumper to bumper, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like just chilled out going, well, this is interesting now. Normally, I'd be like, I can't believe the way these guys are driving down here. But I'm just, just chilling out. Just said, well, this is just interesting. We'll get to where we need to get. Now, B vitamins, we mentioned that earlier. The B vitamins are so very important. Here's the B complex. I'm not gonna, These will keep you awake. Don't take these at night. <laughs> the B vitamins will keep you awake at night. I take them in the morning, and I take about four of those every morning with my breakfast. And I tell you what, it just, it just gives you solid energy throughout the day because the mitochondria, the energy storehouse, the, 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 the build, the, 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 like the little reactor in your body, it, that utilizes what's called glycolysis or the Krebs cycle. These are the spark plugs that make that whole thing work. The B vitamins are absolutely critical to make that mitochondrial work. Also, if you have impaired folate and impaired B vitamins, it can really affect you mentally, causing all types of disorders, mental disorders. So make sure if you're on with, if you're in withdrawals and you're trying to get off of these drugs that you're really loading up with B vitamins. And if you have to go to the doctor, have them inject B vitamins into you. Because they're that important if you're going through a detox protocol. In addition to that, you need to be on magnesium. Magnesium and malic acid. This is a phenomenal product. I take this every single night before I go to bed. I also soak my feet in it every single day because the magnesium really helps you to relax, and it really is used in over 300 biochemical functions in the body, and it's very, very important. Plus, remember this. We've got that magnesium deodorant. It doesn't have aluminum. We've got another study I'm going to show you in just a minute. In fact, I'll show you right now. Warning, deodorant aluminum now has been shown, and antiperspirant deodorants have been shown to cause cancer tumor growth. Now, this is some, you know, I don't make this stuff up. I mean, these are just research studies that we do. And realize that you have to rebuild these neurotransmitters. That means you also need some cod liver oil and some omega-3s. Uh, in addition to that, you've got to get started. You've got to realize that your drugs are going to continue to kill your brain cells. You've got to start weaning yourself off, like I said, with your doctor, with your clinic, whatever you want to do. Now, one of the worst things you can do if you're on heroin or one of the other things, in my opinion, is to start on the methadone because of the half-life of methadone. There's some serious problems with methadone. We do a whole show on methadone. But, again, that's between you and your doctor. But try your best to tell your doctor, I prefer not to do the methadone, if at all possible, because of the half-life of the methadone. Yeah, and, Ted, there's, um, the, the, with the methadone, and, and there's another one, uh, the buprofen that people take when they're coming off of, of opiates or heroin. And the withdrawal symptoms last weeks and so much longer than the actual uh, drugs themselves. It's kind of amazing. At the half life, in fact, in fact, you know, heroin's only you know a few, a few, a couple of weeks at the most. You start going on methadone, it's going to be months, months, and you know, and so it's in fact very few people ever die of heroin 
withdrawal. I mean, I, I don't really know if I've ever heard of that before. No, I don't think people seen. can die from the withdrawal of heroin, but from alcohol, no, no, yeah. But you, get, you, feel, you feel like you're going to die. Oh, yeah. But now the way they die from heroin is because they overdose. Uh, you know, Sharon's half-brother, my wife's half-brother, a year and a half ago, he died of a heroin overdose. I've told, I talked about it on the show. And, you know, he was estranged from the family as far as our side. We hadn't really seen him in many, many years. Probably, it's, I think we've spoken to him once in 20 years. And then I tried to help him when he was, I couldn't help him. He just didn't want to listen. But he'd been taking drugs since he was like 12, 13 years old. And it was sad. It really wasn't. He was in mid thirties. I think he was 34, 35 when he overdosed, you know, on heroin. And it's, it's horrible. So this has affected my family personally. And it's affected a lot of the families that are listening tonight. <laughs> as far as the heroin. And plus, remember, we're bringing in almost a trillion dollars of the heroin out, out of Afghanistan through the CIA. I mean, this is like the worst-kept secret on the planet, and it's coming into the United States to fund, to fund a lot of the black ops of the, you know, in the shadow government. You know, it's all coming in through, you, being worked, you work through the Rothschild Banking Cartel and the Exchange Stability Fund. We've, we've done entire shows on this before on the show. Also, you need a rest. you got to get as much rest as you can. I recommend you take melatonin every single night. Sharon, I believe we have some melatonin with us. And uh, and so, in fact, I know we do. We take melatonin every single night because what the melatonin does, it really helps you to sleep, especially past the age of 40. Uh, also, you need to check with your medical doctor as other medicines that can also help as far as coming off of this stuff. And, again, I recommend if you don't try to do this stuff on your own. Also, hot showers and hot baths and magnesium salt will really, really help. Of course, you can't do it in the shower, but the hot bath you can. Soaking in magnesium salt will really, really help with the detox symptoms and really help you feel a whole lot better. Uh, you need to stay hydrated. I recommend you drink distilled water, half your body weight in pure, pure for fat water every day, every day in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, at least 100 ounces of water, you may start getting a lot of sweats. You need to avoid diuretics like coffee and iced tea and colas because you just need to avoid all of that stuff, because especially the stuff that has the sugar or the aspartame, because remember, aspartame has also been linked to depression. It causes mild to moderate forms of depression. It's really, really bad for you, and you really need to stay away from aspartame, period. It's just, it's really bad. Uh, also, vitamin D3 and K2, so important, very, very important, especially for depression. Exercise, everybody's got a regular exercise program, and you need to be eating clean as much as you possibly can. That means you got to stay away from the sugar, because remember, sugar destroys B vitamins. And also, be very, very careful when you're coming off of these things as far as dosing. Uh, I know in Austin last summer, when he was diagnosed with the pericarditis, Doug and Joe, when he was hospitalized and he was in excruciating pain, he they put him on morphine because of the pain. I mean, they, they were giving him injectable ampules of morphine. And I remember he would tell them, they'd come in like every four hours to give him more morphine. He'd say, stop, I don't need more morphine. Just stop. <laughs> I don't want any more morphine. Okay, just I'm going to tell you when I need the morphine. And sometimes he'd go 18 hours, 16 hours before he took additional morphine because that's how your body and these opiate receptors in the brain get addicted to it so quickly. And you got to remember, you build a tolerance that really, really fast. And, and so they even gave him a prescription of, I believe it was Dilaudum when he came home. And he told me, he says, Dad, I want you to put this and hide this somewhere. I don't want to even know where this stuff is because I've been on this stuff now for about three days and I don't want to continue being on this, period, unless I absolutely have to have it. That's the attitude that you have to have with all of these different types of drugs. Use it when you need it, but don't use it if you don't need it. Does that make sense? Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of that, to, you know, do supplements for heaven's sakes. The supplements will just help you more than anything else as far as, you know, keeping the energy levels up and keeping your brain focused. And that's so, so very important that you do it that way. Any comments or suggestions before we change topics on this? No, show? yeah. I just want to say this, Ted, just real quick. Uh, the, the only thing that really pisses me off, and, and, and I mean, uh, angers me tremendously. I know a woman in a in a wheelchair, rheumatoid arthritis, is wrapped up like, like looks like a pretzel. She's in constant pain, hundred percent, hundred percent of the time. She's on. Uh, they have to give her fentanyl. I mean, she takes fentanyl patches. And the DEA is cracking down on the doctors. What really angers me is the fact that because we got 
imbecilic, idiotic, moronic drug addicts out there. Uh, the laws now with through the DEA and the, the doctors are so afraid to prescribe anything to, to the people who really need the drugs. She's got to go in every 30 days, be wheeled, carried into a doctor's office every 30 days to get her, um, uh, pain relief. And that hacks me off to, to no end. Well, I'm going to tell you my, my opinion on all of this. Okay. Uh, the people have been given huge amounts of opiates, you know, in their prescriptions and, when a person needs an opiate, it's like a miracle drug. I mean, it really is because of what it does as far as the pain receptors. And it blocks the pain pathway to the brain so you don't really feel the pain. I know years ago I had to have back surgery, and I was in excruciating pain, Doug. And they gave me some Dilatum, which is a real mild form of morphine. And, I mean, it was literally within minutes, you know, I could walk again. I mean, I mean, I was bent over, and it's excruciating pain. I thought, my gosh, what a miracle drug this is. And, indeed, it is a miracle drug. But it's also a very addictive miracle drug. And so what they've done, and this is my opinion on this, here's what I think they've done. They've intentionally overprescribed this to too many people. Now they've got all these people taking these drugs and they start cracking down on it, which pushes everybody into heroin, which pushes the heroin highway that we have here in Florida through the roof of the deaths we've had here in Florida. In fact, Colonial Drive in Orlando is where Sharon's brother died, and it's called Heroin Highway because there's so many overdose there. And the guy told me, the drug enforcement agent there from the Orlando Police Department who was doing the investigation, I actually met with him at the, at the scene, and he told me, he said that the opium that's coming out of Afghanistan now is so pure that these addicts had never seen stuff like this before, so they think it's been cut, and it hasn't, and that's probably how Todd died. And the sad part about this is, is that this is going on all over the country because they're trying to increase the amount of opiates that we're using cutting off the supply of the opiates and pushing people to street drugs. And I'm seeing that over and over in our area. That's why there's so many people now addicted to heroin off the street. Because, guys, it's remember, the leading commodity in the world is oil. Number two is natural gas. Number three is heroin. I mean, and then child trafficking is right up there, too. I mean, this is some crazy stuff that's going on, and we've got to realize it. Unless we put a stop to this out-of-control CIA, this out-of-control shadow government, this out-of-control bankster monopoly that we've got, this stuff's not going to stop. And that's that's the biggest problem that I have, Doug, because, Doug, you're absolutely right. This takes a person like your friend who's got the arthritis, who's so crippled from it, who can't get the drugs that she needs to try to maintain the pain levels to a tolerable level without having to be wheeled into the doctor's office every 30 days to be seen again so they can try to avoid the usage of this product by you know people who don't need it. And that's the biggest thing we have, is, and that's why the DEA is cracked down on it, because they've been told why they're shadow government people to crack down on this to push people, I believe, to more of the street drugs. Now, I could be completely wrong about that, but that's my opinion, because it makes sense. All this stuff makes sense on how they're doing this and why we've had such a huge increase in heroin addiction in the United States and such a huge decrease in the allowable usage of legal opiates in the United States. What do you think, Doug? Hey, you're right on the money. 100%. No, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I just I just wanted to make that clear, because, I mean, I... That, that's the that, that's the only thing I've got. I mean, it, when when you when when there was an article, Ted, um, was, we were talking about you last week, I think it was. There was an article about the children who are dying of terminal cancer that uh, uh, can't get pain medication because the doctors were instructed, hey, we don't want the terminal dying children to be addicted, get addicted to uh, the uh, opiates. I mean, well, that, you know, it makes no sense. Well, I mean, the the, the doctors. You gotta remember something, guys. A lot of the guys who get into medical school, they memorize real well. They memorize their formulas real well. They memorize their equations real well. They can do chemistry real well. But a lot of them don't have it. In German, you'd call it the stunt, which means it's like common sense. 
And in, uh, in, in, in fanuftic is another German word. It means to have reasoning skills. And they don't really, they don't have any stunt and they're not fanuftic. They don't really reason very well and they don't really know, have a lot of common sense. But they're really good at taking tests. And they get into the medical programs and that's how they get into the medical programs because they score well in the MCATs, et cetera. Now what's funny about all of this is that when they get into the main world, then suddenly they go, well, you know, uh, this doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just going to do what they tell me to do because none of that, nothing they tell me to do is working anyhow. So I'll just follow the standard medical procedure because I want to keep my license. I was so absolutely, uh, just blown away this past week when a, when a major, when a medical doctor, he was a, he was a, actually a, 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 emergency room physician. And they actually interviewed him. You can get it online. And he said he never takes vaccines and that he was never giving his children vaccines because he sees all of these little children coming into the ER suffering with these seizures because they just have their vaccines. And he said he's, he would never do it. So he's awake. But to try to get a lot of these guys to wake up after they've been taught the standard medical procedures, very, very difficult because they don't want to hear the truth because the truth says, hey, what you're doing is not working and what you're doing is hurting people, and they've taken an oath not to do that. So they don't want to believe that they're actually involved with that or in that situation where they're actually hurting people. So it's easier to believe the lie. Of course, that's what Satan always does. He always tells us to lie, and he wants us to believe the lies. We did it in the Garden of Eden, Adam, Adam, Adam and Eve. You know, it's so funny. I was speaking to a national radio talk show personality this past week. He's a good friend of mine. If I mention his name, everybody would know who he is. And uh, it, it was crazy. He was, he was at one time syndicated on like 200 stations around the country. And I asked him, he was, I was I talking to him about Jim Mars, and he was talking about Jim Mars, I was talking about the Fourth Reich, because we were talking about the Bush-Clinton crime cabal and what happened with Prescott Bush and Smedley Butler and the whole gang back. And he goes, well, Jim Mars basically believes that everything came from extraterrestrials. And I said, well, I don't believe that everything came from extraterrestrials, but I do believe this, Genesis chapter 6 happened. And if Jim Mars wants to call them an extraterrestrial and we're calling them a fallen angel, we're dealing with semantics here. That's all we're dealing with, it's just semantics. And we have to understand there's something else going on on this planet that nobody wants to talk about. We talk about it on your show. I talk about it on my show. But we've got interdimensional stuff going on here. The Bible warns us about that. This battle is not of flesh and blood. And so when you're coming off these opiates, you're coming off these drugs, you've got to realize, you've got to understand that Satan comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. He doesn't want you healthy. He wants you on drugs. He wants you on opiates. He wants you on alcohol. He wants you on cigarettes. He wants you on all of those things because that way he can keep you sick because he wants you to be sick because that's what he's here for. Turn everything upside down that God created. Take everything good and make it bad. That's what the Bible says in the latter days. What will be considered good will be bad. What will be bad will be good. Everything will be turned upside down. I mean, adult men walking into little girls' bathrooms. Doug, you know, we're both, I'm, I'm 61 years old. I don't know. I think you're what, you're 58 or 56 or whatever you are. But I, if it was somebody, somebody would have told me, 59? 39. 39. You're 30, you're 39. <laughs> I'm 61, you're 39. And if somebody had told me back when I was in my 20s that in the United States, that men would be using the bathroom with little girls when I was 20 years old, I'd, I'd, I'd ask them what they were smoking. I'd, I'd ask, what's wrong with you, dude? What's, are you stoned? Are you drunk? What's, I mean, why, what, are you, what are you talking about? I never would have believed that. And that's what Donald Trump has done. Donald Trump has said, hey, look, we got to put a stop to this. We have to put a stop to it. Now, as far as this thing with the Federal Reserve Bank, he's, I think he's going to replace Yellen. I hope he does. I mean, he's going to have to realize that he's got to get the Federal Reserve Bank under control. In Florida, we've got these big old water moccasins. You don't have this mess up where you guys are. You probably have rattlesnakes up there. But these things like to swim in the lakes. And, I, I mean, I've seen them six six feet long. They're, they get about this big around. They're huge snakes. And one good bite will put you in the hospital that doesn't kill you. And I've killed hundreds of these things over the last 60 years. I mean, I was raised on a lake. And, you know, when you know, I shot five of them one time down at the lake. I mean, I years and years ago, many years ago, way past statute limitations, like 20 years ago, <laughs> I, dump, I dumped a doggone 45 into a doggone alligator that was coming after the kids. I mean, this is some crazy stuff. To you. In Florida, you learn to live with reptiles. 
And here's what I learned about water moccasins. You cut their tail off, all you do is make them really, really mad. That's all you do. you got to cut the head off. you got to cut the head off the snake if you want to kill that snake. And that's the thing that I've learned with this Federal Reserve Bank that we've got ourselves involved in. Until we nationalize the Federal Reserve Bank, we nationalize the assets. Now, we can't shut the thing down because the entire octopus squid is involved and twined in all the banking systems. But we can nationalize their assets, and we can stop creating money that we're charging interest for. We can do all of that. We can put something in back lane like Glass-Steagall and control the investment banks. We can do all of these different things, and we can do that gradually. Because the thing about it is, is why are we having to borrow our money at usury that can never be paid back because the interest is never put into circulation to enslave our country. We've got to wake up and realize that until we correct that problem, you know, Ron Paul's talked about it so many times, and until we correct that mess and we go back to honest money again, this entire house of cards is just on this trembling base wondering what the Fed's going to do. Are they going to raise interest rates? Are they going to lower interest rates? Are they going to increase the M1 money supply? They shouldn't even have the right to do that. Remember, Rothschild himself said, you know, several hundred years ago, I care not who rules the country, who the president of the king is. You give me control of the money, and I'll control the country. And so until until Trump can put a handle on this, but of course, Doug and Joe, he's probably kind of going kind of slow because he doesn't want to be in a situation where he tries to make all of these changes all at once and completely collapses the economy. That's what I think he's doing, Doug. What do you think? Oh, you know, this thing with the Ellen that you mentioned, I, I just think this is, I really think, there's a lot of things going on that, that, that Trump is doing that people are misreading. They're, they're looking at it as either incompetence, it's being billed as incompetence, or, um, it's all, it's all just fraudulently, uh, being couched. What you said, I believe that Trump is wanting to do. I, I really do. Um, but he's doing it his own way. I think he's salting some of the leaks. I think uh, this, this all ties together. So, I uh, don't think I'm going down a side road here. I think he's salting some of the leaks. For example, that memo about the National Guard and, and you know the thousand troops and such. I think he's changing these memos just ever so slightly to, to uh, because in business, I've seen business people do this. Fortune 100 companies. I know that uh, you know. You, I think you've done that too. Um, in, well, similar tactics, um, but he's ferreting out these these people. So the bottom line is, I, I do think what you said with the Fed, I think that that's on his agenda, but he's going to do it in his own way, in his on his own terms. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Well, no, it does, because he's trying not to collapse the economy. See, the problem is, if you come in right now and you, and you just throw the central bank out, remember, the central bank has its tentacles through all the central reserve banks on the entire planet. They can stop taking the U.S. dollar immediately. It could lose its status as the world reserve currency. It could lose its status as the petrodollar immediately. And it would put the entire into the United States into this massive recession with this ridiculously high 50-60% unemployment rate. It would completely collapse everything here in the United States. Other countries could stop taking our dollar. They could say, we're not going to trade in dollars. You've got to trade in gold with us. And now we've lost so much of our industrial capacity that we'd have, we would have the ability to even do what we need to do as far as manufacturing what we need anymore or get raw materials anymore. So Trump understands all of that, I hope. I'm sure he does. I mean, he's a pretty smart guy. And so he's going to have to gradually – it's like a good friend, like we talked about Jim Rohn earlier. Jim Rohn used to always have a saying. I used to always quote him all the time. He says that you can't whip a U-turn with the Queen Mary. Well, the United States is like the Queen Mary. It's like a giant ship that's at full speed. But you got to turn it around. But you can't just flip it around. It won't do that. You'll throw everybody off the other side. You'll capsize the ship. you got to gradually ease it around, ease it around. It may take miles and miles to turn that thing around at full speed. That's what Trump's trying to do. He's trying to turn this thing around without capsizing the boat. It's kind of like we're in a 747 that's coming in without any power on the engines. He's trying to do a safe landing with it. 
And see, they've, they've got this thing set up now where they're trying to crash everything and take over the entire planet with their one world government under Lucifer. That's what they're trying to do. I mean, Manzini's letter, you know, from, um, to, um, Alder Pike's letter to the Manzini, if that indeed was written, talks about what they're going to be doing, bringing in a one world government under Lucifer. See, that's the goal of these guys. And the problem is, Trump's just threw a giant wrench in that whole plan. We all did. The Patriots did. Your show did. My show did. All the other Patriot radio shows did. We went to our listeners and we said, hey, look, guys, we've all got to work together here. We've got to stop this mess because we don't want, it's ABC. It's anybody but Clinton in the White House. I mean, good Lord, Doug. I mean, they're still, these, these neoconservatives are still pushing for war with Russia. I mean, are you kidding me? This is the craziest stuff I've ever heard of. And again, it all ties back to the secret government, the CIA, and everything else. But let's go ahead and jump on some more nutrition stuff if we can. Sure. By the way, our, our, website, our website is healthmasters.com if you'd like to get some of these great products at healthmasters.com. Are we still good with the Doug 5? Uh, yeah, I think we are, Doug. I think Doug 5 is still working. Doug 5 is a coupon code, 5% off on anything you want, anything we get. All right, yeah. so folks, take advantage I'll check, of this. I'll double check with Austin, too, on that. All right, take, take advantage of this, healthmasters.com. Folks, please, if you do nothing else, uh, you can support this broadcast, uh, Tez Broadcast, and support what we do by ordering your, your supplements via healthmasters.com. Please do that. You're going to feel a lot better, number one. And number two, you're actually supporting uh, supporting the, the alternative news, the, the new the independent news. Go ahead, sir. Well, you know, so many people are always calling us up and they say, you know, what can we do to help? And my response is always just, just buy a multiple vitamin from us. Well, it's $28, $26. You go, well, how's that going to support you? I say, well, it won't with one person, but if you have a thousand people do it, it will. And see, and so a lot of people have got on that bandwagon. They order their multiple vitamins from us every day. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, do I need all those vitamins where I can't afford those many vitamins? But see, the multiple, it also has the methylated B vitamins. It has them in there, just not in the high concentrations that a B complex does. Our, our powdered multiple that we showed you a few weeks ago also has it in there for kids and for elderly who can't swallow anymore. That, all- that's your new product, right? I mean, a relatively new product. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we just came out with this one. This, this is the one that Sharon loves. This is the Muscle Blast. That's- she started using this product. And, you know, Austin's. He, he says this product, oh, he, he says he's increasing his lean muscle mass. He's not even working out as hard as he used to because of what it does. And of course, the cortisol buster. So well, there's all kinds of things that you can get from healthmasters.com. And of course, you know, we're a sponsor of the show for Hagman and Hagman. And we've been very clear that we haven't tried to, we've been very honest about that because we want to, I want to see Doug do well on his show. And, and that's why when you support us, when you, when you go to the, you know, donate now with Doug. And if everybody gave Doug a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars or ten dollars, if everybody listening tonight gave a dollar, just a dollar to Doug's show, it would create a huge cash flow for Doug, which would allow him to continue with the studio expansion and continue to do what we do. Guys, remember this. We don't have sponsors like you guys. I mean, we, you know, except for you guys. I mean, if you guys aren't going to support either Doug's sponsors or, or our health master sponsors or whatever, then we can't do what we do. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I, I, mean, I mean, I'm sincere. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. All I can do is say thank you for getting your multiple vitamins from us. Because just doing that alone uh, really, really helps. It's if you go to healthmasters.com, that's, you know, $25 a month and it supports the broadcasts. So thank you for that. By the way, High dose of vitamin C now has been shown to annihilate cancer cells. I've told you guys this over and over and over again. It's one of the key things that I have seen alternative practitioners do with cancer patients. They use intravenous vitamin C, which actually turns into hydrogen peroxide and kills cancer cells. Linus Pauling was a big proponent of vitamin C and the use of cancer to get rid of cancer. Also, turmeric really does a great job for its cancer cells, like throwing a wet blanket on it. D3 and also potassium iodine. All of those things do a great job as far as building that immune system back up 
if you've got cancer problems or cancer cells. And so any of those natural supplements need to be part of a natural protocol if you're trying to be cancer. This is what Katie Whalen did. This is Dave Hodges' ex, 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 ex co-host. He, she basically, this is the, the pretty much exact protocol that she went on. And see, guys, what's interesting about this is she was able to completely cure breast cancer with no chemotherapy. She did a lumpectomy and was able to cure it. So there's all kinds of natural protocols that you can do other than doing chemotherapy and radiation. Just the other day, I was talking to the guy. I was having some concrete work out of the office, and he told me that uh, you know he's going into he has his, his, his white blood cells are not doing right, and they're going to go in and they're going to take some of his bone marrow and they're going to freeze it. And they're going to put him on chemotherapy and kill all the rest of his bone cell, bone marrow with the chemo, and they're going to turn around and, and inject his bone marrow back into him. And my response to him was. Have you tried vitamin C? You what do you mean? I said, you know, like intravenous vitamin C. Have you talked to a natural alternative doctor? There's some in Lakeland. You go talk to them. What do you mean by that? I said, vitamin C. And I said, you don't have a deficiency of chemotherapy. It's not something that you really want to put into your body. I had no idea what I was talking about, Doug, Joe. See, and that's the thing I love about alternative radio because it gives people the opportunity to hear that, hey, wait a minute, there are natural ways that you could do things. There's natural ways you can get rid of heart disease, uh, adult onset diabetes, all of this stuff. In fact, here's another article. Statins, a now big study was just done, and it basically says the statins have, have, have provide no benefit, period. Study of 4 million people, statins. First of all, they make you stupid, number one. I can't be any more direct about that than that. <laughs> they do. They make you know. I, I've got a guy right now that we got a new phone system in the office a couple months ago, and he's on heavy statin drugs. Guy has no memory left. And he said, he said as soon as I started taking these statin drugs, my, my brain was stupid. I can't think anymore. That's what statins do. They make you stupid. They can cause skeletal muscle necrosis. They can cause kidney failure. They can cause liver failure. They can cause... They can cause heart disease. They can cause atherosclerotic plaquing. They have, it says no medical benefit at all. They don't reduce the risk of heart disease. They actually increase the risk of heart disease. But yet people are put on statins. And now they're finding out that as cholesterol drops below 200, Joe and Doug, that all disease rates go up, particularly cancer. Cancer goes through the roof when the, when the disease, when the, when the statin, when the, when your cholesterol is under 200. I try to always keep my cholesterol between 250, between 200 and 250. Here's another one. Statins are the greatest medical fraud of all time, the study reports. I mean, I can't make this stuff up. But then again, you start talking about magnesium. Magnesium's importance is far greater than previously imagined. That's why we mentioned magnesium twice tonight. And magnesium lowers the risk of type 2 diabetes and sudden cardiac death. I mean, I don't make this stuff up as I go. I do extensive research on all of this stuff because I realized a long time ago, Doug, if we all work together as a team, as Christians, if we all do the best we can. See, we're all parts of the body. You know, you're really an incredible investigative journalist. I mean, you're a phenomenal writer. I've told you a dozen times personally, and I'll say it on the air right now, as far as writing skills, writing skills as far as writing, penmanship, writing, you're one of the best I've ever seen. In fact, you're much better than I am as a writer. I've, I've told you that. And, I mean, you're one of the best. See, we're all, but we're all part of the same body. You know, I do the same thing with the health end. I'm really good at what I do with health and nutrition, plus I really have studied a lot. I've read hundreds and hundreds of books and thousands and thousands of articles and all these other topics so I could talk about a broad variety of different things and try to maintain some coherency in it. But when it comes to investigative reporting, Doug, you and Joe, the tops. That's why Alex Jones has you on all the time because you're one of the best in the world at what you do. See, that's what it's all about, working together in the Patriot community. You guys are asking, you know, what can we do, what can we do? Well, this is it. We're in it now. We've got the one world order by the short hair, basically. We've basically got them by the scruff of the neck, 
and we're saying, hey, guys, we're not going to let you guys do this to us anymore. And you say, well, this is awful. We never expected the media to do this to Trump. What do you think the media was going to do to Trump? The media is owned and controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel and the international the banks. That's who runs it all because they bought it all through their corporate directorships and their interlocking corporate directorships and their stock purchases. And they're controlling 90, 95% of the media. And so they control everything as far as what you hear. Well, they don't like Trump. That's why I was telling people before the election, I said, you know, if you're not going to vote for Trump and you're going to vote for Hillary, they all like Hillary. Nobody likes Trump in the media. Doesn't that tell you anything? Guys, that's what we all have to do. Some of you guys are out there. You're prayer warriors. You pray all the time. I mean, I, I pray all the time. I pray every morning with the kids. You know, my wife and I pray. We pray before we drive. We pray in the morning. We pray all the time. You know, we're, we eat clean. We do what we need to do. We write articles. We do everything we possibly can to provide a good example for all of the folks who listen to us. See, we have, all of us have these different talents. And that's what the Bible talks about, how we all have to work synergistically together, Doug, in order to bring about a change in the United States to restore the once great nation. I don't want the country to get any worse than it's gotten. The main thing we've had, we've had 37 years of corrupt politicians in the White House now. 30, it goes back further. It goes all the way back to Kennedy. It goes all the way back to Kennedy. Kennedy was the last good president we had. Reagan tried to change things, and he would have changed things. Got shot some 30 days or so into his, into his presidency. And what happened with Reagan is he ended up in a situation where George H. ran the White House after Reagan got shot. We all know that for 12 years. We got that. You know, they kept Reagan on a medication. I mean, it's crazy what's going on and how we were coup. We had a doggone coup of the government. Back when Kennedy was assassinated, it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. That's why Jim Mars talks about his book, The Fourth Reich. I mean, this is a, the, the, this is like the Bush crime cabal of going back to Prescott Bush and Smedley Butler and the, trying to do a coup of the United States in 33. It's been going on now for 70, 80 years. And the crazy part about this is we finally have a light at the end of the tunnel to try to bring us back to some type of normalcy in the United States. And the biggest problem is the media has done such an excellent job and educating the people the wrong direction and making these people incredibly stupid because of their promotion of statin drugs, because of their promotion of fluoride, because of their promotion of mercury immunizations and aluminum immunizations, that we've dumbed down an entire generation, Doug, that doesn't want to hear or know the truth. Plus, we've destroyed God in the school systems. Most parents don't take their kids to school anymore. Guys, listen to me. A lot of times I don't want to go to church on Sunday mornings. just don't want to go. Because I've been studying my Bible at home, or I've been praying at home, or the pastor's not going to be in town, or because there's another pastor. I go. Kids are going. I'm taking the kids. You know, and do I enjoy every sermon? Absolutely not. But we've got to provide that example for the children. We have to be there for the kids. Because if we don't teach our kids to take their kids to school or to church, shame on us. And see, we have to take the kids to church every single week. Otherwise, the country's going to fall further and further and further away from the teachings of Yeshua in Yahweh. And that's what's going to happen. We're going to basically fall into this, this realm of humanism. And that's what this entire thing's been doing to us since prayer was taken out of school back in the 60s, Doug. And we've got to find a place to put a stop to this thing as quickly as we possibly can. What do you guys think? Um, I think you're right as far as setting an example for children. Although I would disagree in a way that it ha- would have to be church. I think sitting at home an hour a day, an hour a week, you know, go- reading the Bible with your children would would prove to be more fruitful than attending church at the well, same time. Is it fellowship? Is that what you're after, Ted? The Bible says in Hebrews 10, chapter 10, verse 25, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as some are in the habit of doing. When you have a corporate anointing in a church, and here's the problem, and, and Joe, I understand exactly what you're saying because I used to feel the same way. But here's what happens. When you have a, a body of believers together, and they're singing and they're praising God, you create an energy resonance 
that locks in with the Holy Spirit. You can feel the energy filling you in the church. And you can feel the corporate anointing. You can't do that at home. It doesn't work that way. Now, you can play praise and worship music, and you can do what you do and pray. The biggest problem is this. A lot of the times, the children who you're teaching to do this with, they won't be as equipped as you are when they leave you to do that with their children. So it's easier to teach them to go to church than it is to just try to do it at home. Now, I think you should do it at home, too. We do it every day. We have like a you know, a family meeting prayer time for like an hour, 35 minutes or 40 minutes, sometimes an hour every single day, seven days a week. Plus, we take them to church on Sunday mornings. And the kids look at the church as an outlet. They love to do this. They love going to church because so many of their friends are there. I used to feel the same way you do, Joe. Well, the churches are full of crooks. Well, they are full of crooks. I'll be honest with you. I had a, like a couple of years ago, I had a guy call up the office, and he was so angry. He heard me on your show, by the way, Doug. And he was so angry because you know, he knew that I was a Christian. And so he called the office up, and he said, these TV evangelists are all a bunch of crooks. And my son hung up on him, and then he called Lana up, and Lana hung up on him, and called Harrison up, and Harrison hung up on him. And the guy wouldn't stop calling. He called him the 800 number. Finally, he calls back. And I said, I'll take care of this for you guys. And he goes, he calls up, he goes, he goes, who am I talking to? I said, you're talking to Ted Brower. He goes, oh, you're the one on radio and TV. I said, I'm the one. He goes, I want you to know something. These TV evangelists are full of crooks. You know what I said to him, Doug? You're absolutely right. That is. They are. They are. They are full of crooks. And he, and he, and he said, what do you mean? I said, you, you, you're, you tell me the truth. He said, I said, I know these guys. I, I've worked with a lot of these guys. They're a bunch of crooks. I said, now they're all not, they're not all crooked, but, but the majority of them that I know are crooked. And he goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, that's why you should support your local church, your local body of believers, and not send the money to TV evangelists. I mean, and he goes, oh, okay. Okay. I said, do you have anything else you want to say to me? He goes, no, thanks. And that was the end of it. <laughs> he was telling the truth. See, we got to realize, Joe, you're right. When you see a lot of these churches and what they do, you're going, you're going, wow, really? But there's some really, really good churches that have really good praise and worship music, and they have really good corporate adornment. Because remember... The Holy Spirit's a frequency. It's, it's, you know, they call him the Holy Ghost. He comes inside of you. He fills you with his frequency, the frequency of God Almighty. And when it does that, it resonates with your frequency if you're saved, and it restores you, and it builds you up, and it allows you to become one with God. That's what the corporate anointing does. That's why praise and worship is so very, very good. That's why I make sure I take the children to a good church every Sunday and not one that's going to be you know, unbelievably boring because the unbelievably boring churches, Joe, you're right. You're in a church like that, you'd probably be better off to sit around the house and do a Bible study. And, and but for if you go me, to a really good corporate anointed church, I love those things. I love those types of churches. And for me, um, a church, you know, a, a lot of it should, you know, the sermons um, are one thing and then the preaching and the, and the fellowship, but the programs that the churches sponsor should also be something that people pay attention to when giving money to a church. If you're giving money to a TV evangelist so you can continue to watch them on TV, that's not very fruitful. But if you're, I mean, it'd be better off, you know, finding somebody on the street and buying food or clothing for them. But if you're in giving money to a church that's, um, you know, running a soup kitchen, that's running that's you right. know, spe- right. uh, special needs uh, children's programs, then that's something that that's tangible and, and, and very good where you're not just throwing money to a pastor to, to continue to hear him sermonize. So well, the programs well, surrounding the church are just as important. Well, well, when I, when I, tell, people, I tell people this, if all you're doing, now, now, now here, let, me, let, me, let me quantify this. If you're bedridden or you have to stay at home like Doug's friend who's in a wheelchair crippled up with arthritis and you can't go to church, there are a lot of good local pastors who are on church every single week in your area that you can listen to on the local TV Christian station. There are. Now, if you're going to support them or give them money or send them a few dollars a week that you can afford if you're on a fixed budget, they're going to really appreciate that. 
And then if something happens to you or your family members and they have, and they, and they call somebody at that church, they'll come and they'll do your funeral for you. You take these TV evangelists and you call one of them up and say, uh, my cousin just died. He gave you a bunch of money. Can you come bury him for me? They're going to probably just tell you no or find somebody local. See, that's why I always tell folks, support your local church. And guys, if your pastors listen to me now, you know I'm right. You know I'm right. If people will support their local church with their tithes and offerings, it will change everything. A lot of these TV evangelists are just crooks. I, I, I can could, I could name names, but I won't do that. That's not my, that's not my deal. I got fussed at the other day on your, because I did a show with you, Doug. I mean, I got fussed at because I didn't slam a TV evangelist. And I, you know, I said, guys, I'm not going to do that. That's not, that's not my deal. I don't do that. See, because remember, hey, Ted, it's hey, Ted, let, let me, I, we're at the top of the hour. Can we, can we talk you in, Fisher? I'm keeping another 15 minutes. Whatever, whatever you want to do, Doug. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to, uh, 15 after the hour. Folks, you're listening to Dr. Ted Brower, healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. He's speaking some interesting, uh, well, he's speaking the truth, but very interesting information here. Uh, went from addiction to, to a lot of other topics covering the, the, the whole realm of, well, what Dr. Ted covers throughout his, uh, and news, uh, current events, the, nutrition. Yeah, this program during the week and also Sunday night. Uh, we're going to be right back for another 15 minutes with Dr. Ted Brower. God, <laughs> thank you for your gracious gift of time. Stay right where you're at, folks. Greenovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Greenovative. But what Greenovative is, it's a small company in Florida. They created something called the GMAG Power Cell. It produces electricity by adding salt water to this unit that recharges rechargeable batteries. It's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's really neat. Really a, a super device. All right. You need just two teaspoons of ordinary table salt, a little water, but a bang, you're charging your rechargeable batteries. Super GMAG chargeable is affordable. It's lightweight, weighs about 8 ounces. It's durable. It's EMP proof. And it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, that it is. It'll provide safe and convenient power for recharging uh, six AA batteries off the grid when other power sources aren't available anywhere, anytime, in any weather, day or night. Go to greenovative.com. That's greenovative.com. Perhaps you're a business out there, a small business. Would you like to extend the reach of your business? I bet you would. Would you like to, to have the same opportunities as companies such as Omaha Steaks and Pro Flowers and Casper Mattress and some of the bigger companies out there? Would you like to have that same power? Advertise on our program. Go to HagmanandHagman.com or send an email to opportunities at HagmanandHagman.com. If you go to HagmanReport.com and HagmanandHagman.com, there's a link where you can, you can, you can, it's a big red box. You'll see it. You'll see it. Click on that link. And go ahead and read the benefits what we have created for you. I think it's I think it's a fabulous opportunity.
For investors, timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash, trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime, valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Consider visiting our forest plantations. Qualified, accredited investors should go to PreciousTimberProfits.com or dial 855-888-6288 for more information. Call 855-888-6288 or visit PreciousTimberProfits.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288, PreciousTimberProfits.com. Ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, we uh, twisted uh, Dr. Ted Brower's arm. Actually, you know, he's trying to take his wife out to a nice dinner, and here we are, keeping him down, keeping him, uh, keeping him down. But uh, visit healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. And I'm going to tell you, folks, right now, you'll never have a better multiple supplement, uh, ultimate multiple vitamin than healthmasters.com. Do not invest, do not spend your money in anywhere else except Health Masters when it comes to your health. Ultimate vitamin, ultimate multiple vitamin is the key. Uh, Dr. Ted Brower is with us before we get back to Dr. Ted Brower. Folks, Green Innovative, greenovative.com. They're the producers of the GMAG Power Cell. Oh my goodness. It's, it's one of the best battery chargers on the market. The GMAG Power Cell. You know, take advantage. If you haven't done so already, take advantage of their fifth, 14, yeah, 14% off Valentine's Day 14. This is the month of February, 14% off for the month of February of your entire purchase at greenovative.com. So go to hagmanreport.com, click on the link to Greenovative. You know what they have. You know the array of the products that they have. It's number one. It's a must-have. The GMAG Power Cell, Super Power Cell, it's a must-have for your prep bag. That is greenovative.com, 14% off for the entire month of November. I want to thank Alan Riggs for that uh, gift and for all of our listeners. Again, greenovative.com. And use the coupon code Hagman, by the way. That's that's important. You just use the coupon code Hagman for the 14% off. They'll do the rest. That's greenovative.com. Dr. Ted Brower from Health Masters. Let's rock. Let me go back to this frequency thing for just a second, because I know I piqued a lot of interest with that. It's kind of like this when you're with the Holy Spirit. It's kind of like if you're driving on the interstate highway and you're listening to AM radio, FM radio, and that's kind of old school, but a lot of people still do that. And as you drive 100 or so miles away, 50 miles away, you start losing your frequency. And you start losing, if it's, if it's the Christian channel is 91.1 like it is where I live, if you get far enough away, you start getting static. And pretty soon, another entire channel comes in and takes over the airwave and comes into your car, and you're listening to a different channel than you were listening to to begin with. And the 91.1 now is a 91.1 or 91.15 or whatever somewhere else, and you're hearing that over your radio. That's kind of like being led by the Holy Spirit and walking with God. God has a very specific energy field because he created the entire universe. It's all controlled by energy. And when you become a Christian, your resonance frequency basically becomes that of God because the Holy Spirit enters inside of you and you're changed. In a twinkling of an eye, you're just changed. You become a born-again creature. You're born again. And I believe, personally, when that happens, it's through the blood of Yeshua, which I'll talk about on the show on Global Star, 
on Sunday night this week at 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you guys want to hear it, I go into a whole hour broadcast on that. I did that today on my show. And it, it'll, it'll play again on Sunday night. And what's interesting about this is you create a new frequency within you. You're born again. And so it's kind of like being in that car and you're driving down the highway and you start to lose that particular channel. You've got to turn around and come back to where you were to pick that channel back up again. And see, and this is what people need to understand. The further we get away from God, the more we get interference in the frequency. And I remember Zig Ziglar said something one time, so succinct, and I, I love that guy. May he rest in peace. He said, if you're allowing a hypocrite to stand between you and God, like I'm here and hypocrite's here and God's here, he goes, that hypocrite's at least one step closer to God than you are. And I thought, well, I guess that's true. And he made that so clear and so succinct when he said it that way in his seminars. And see, you want that resonance frequency of the Holy Spirit to come into you and to change you and to mold you into the frequency of Yahweh through Yeshua, through the blood of Christ, through the Holy Spirit. And when you stay in a common body of believers and you don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as some of you are in the habit of doing, which it says in Hebrews 10.25, and I'll let you read Hebrews 10.26 if you want to read that one. I won't quote that one in the air, but Hebrews 10.26 is pretty intense. And when you allow yourself to be in that corporate anointing and you can sing and praise God and lift hands, what happens, you get a frequency, you basically get a resonance frequency. It joins up, you lock up, and when that happens, you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. And it's easier for God to lead you and to guide you through His Holy Spirit when you're in that corporate anointing. But now Joe was absolutely right. A lot of churches don't have that. And so you've got to find a church that's going to do that for you. You also have to have a church that preaches the blood of Christ. You've got to have a church that preaches repentance. You've got to have a church that also preaches that you should be born again. You have to have all of this stuff in your church. These feel-good churches that, you know, you're cool, God's cool, everybody else is cool, nobody's going to hell. No, 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 no. That doesn't work. You can't be in that because that's too watered down. You have to have a church that has a corporate anointing that preaches the truth about the Word of God. Very, very important that you find that church. And some of the some of the older denominations simply don't have that type of attitude any longer. They become too caught up in dogma and tradition, and they're not trying to reach out and meet the needs of the people. That's why I like a lot of the feel-good preachers. I like listening to them, but I don't see them as true preachers. I see them as a motivational speaker. Now, if that's how you look at them, it's just as a motivational speaker, they're pretty good. But if you're trying to look at them to try to lead you from a spiritual standpoint, it's going to be pretty shallow because a lot of these guys, they realize very quickly when they start doing the preaching, you start talking about repentance. You start talking about submission to God. You start talking about humility. You talk about walking in forgiveness of these people. To a lot of people, they simply don't have the ability to teach that on TV or on radio or even in sermons live because it has a tendency to empty out the house. If you say, you shouldn't live in sin, you shouldn't be doing this, what ends up happening is, well, I'm doing that, so are you talking about me? I'm not coming back here again. Guys, that's the biggest problem that I have, is that we don't have the conviction of the Holy Spirit. If we allow the Holy Spirit to come in us, he'll write his heart, his, his laws on our heart, is what the New Testament says, and we'll know what to do, so we'll know what his perfect will is for our life, because we'll know what he's telling us to do through the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's why the corporate anointing is so important. Going to church and taking your children there is such a, such an important thing. Now, if you're meeting in a home study group, Doug, you mentioned that a minute ago, and you guys are singing, you got a few people there and you're all singing together and you're having the corporate anointing, that's great. 
If that's what you'd rather do than go to a physical church, I'm okay with that too. That's what the first century church did with the New Testament churches. Now, a lot of these churches have gotten so caught up in infrastructure, Doug, they build these huge facilities that they can't pay for, and even if they ever do get them partially paid for, they have to be repainted or restuccoed or replumbed or re-roofed, and then they're always coming for more and more and more money because they don't have the ability to maintain the infrastructure. That's the other thing we got to be very careful with. I mean, I remember years ago I started going to this one church, and they started really pushing, pushing, pushing that we all needed to pay the church off. And and finally the pastor came to me and he goes, what type of contribution? I just started going to this church. I've been like a week. And he comes up to me and he goes, what type of contribution do you want to make to the church? I said, well, I'm not even a member here. And I said, I wasn't here when you guys voted on building this place. I said, let me stay here for a while and, you know, I'll, I'll make a decision. And he started pushing me harder and harder, so we just went to another church. See, that's not what you're looking for, Doug. You're looking for a church that's going to have a corporate anointing and the people are going to love each other and help each other. So when you call somebody up and you want an alcohol, you want to drink something in the middle of the night, you call your buddy up and say, hey, Joe, I got a problem. Hey, Doug, I got a problem. Hey, Kevin, I got a problem. Let's all work together and try to help me through this because I don't want to drink tonight. Okay, that's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. See, a lot of churches don't do that anymore, Doug, because everything's just happy, happy all the time, and that's how they get the contributions to come in, and that's how they get to fill the big buildings up, and that's not of God. We have to go back to Old Testament, not Old Testament, first century church before the Roman church came in and and so messed up the church. (laughs) We all have to be working together as a single body, as a single unit, to help one another, forgive one another, and to walk in love. It's very, very important. Yes, it is, and... um excuse me, the, the fellowship that you talk about and, you know, the need for people not just to be, you know, what you said about the church, how it's, you know, this atmosphere, everything's all good and dandy and everybody's happy. Nobody wants to, to get into their real issues. Everybody's afraid to talk and tell the truth about what's really going on in their lives. And that's how real healing uh, and fellowship, you know, start and begin and, and flourish. Uh, and, and the relationships grow stronger inside the church. But everybody wants to put on this facade of, oh, everything's okay, you know, uh, I'm great, and, and just ignoring their problems. That never solves anything. That's right. Ted, t- t- we've got about six minutes uh, left uh, uh, with you, so um, wrap up however you want to. Take us wherever you want to go here. And thank you well, for the I, extension I, of time. I did, I, did call, I did call Austin. The Doug 5 coupon is active. So people can get a five percent discount across Perfect. the board. That includes everything we have on the on the on the, on the website. Uh, I'm, I'm going to cover a couple of these products real quick again. If you want a really good deodorant that does not have aluminum chlorohydrate in it, it's this one. It's magnesium deodorant. It works great. Uh, magnesium malic acid. I push the magnesium so hard because I take so much of it because of what it does. It also helps to get rid of bone spurs, which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, B complex for energy. Make sure the B vitamins are methylated. That's what's so important. And we also have cortisol buster. Cortisol Buster is super important because Cortisol Buster really allows you to, you know, have a steady, calm mood swing. I mean, that's, I mean, you saw me take them just a few minutes ago. I mean, I took four of them. I mean, hang on, I got to take this Austin. So right now, the Cortisol Buster is also, you know, for the Doug Five, for the Cortisol Buster for that. And then, of course, we have the Muscle Blast. Tell him yes, Sharon, across the board. Uh, and this is this is the muscle blast, and this is the uh, Austin's texting me right now. And this is the muscle blast again. That really helps you to have your. That's a pre-workout drink. You stack that with the HGH stimulate, which is helps to the pituitary gland release human growth hormone, also release nitric oxide. You stack those two together with a purple stick before you work out. Doug, you know, you kind of go through the gym like anti-gravity wave hit, especially after about two weeks of that stack. It really, really works well. And then, of course, we have the stuff that you can do for your libido. You can, you can do, we have all kinds of libido boosters and testosterone boosters at the office that really actually do work. And so it's pretty amazing when you start doing this to your body and giving your body the nutrients that it needs 
how it heals itself. But guys, remember something. The most important stuff is not the body. It's the spirit. You know, it's, it's knowing that you have a relationship with God, knowing that you're going to die someday, that we all are, and knowing that you're going to be able to walk with God for all eternity. Because the truth of the matter is, this physical body is only temporary. We're a spiritual being experiencing a physical existence in a skin suit. Now, we're in this extensive energy field matrix, what do you want to call it, this reality that we're in that we've talked about many times on the show. But the matrix that we're in, this reality, we're in this hologram, if you want to call it that, that we're in, our bodies, this whole thing requires a lot of nutrients or minerals or things to make it work right. That's how it works. And so you have to understand something. It's up to you as an individual to do what you need to do to stay healthy. It's not your pastor's responsibility for you to eat right. It's not your mother's responsibility. It's not your wife's or your husband's responsibility. It's up to you. And, of course, that responsibility also goes to your children. If you've got little kids at home, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 15, we don't drive a car, it's your responsibility to make sure they eat right. Well, they don't want to eat right. Well, if they're two years old and they don't want to eat right, they're not going to hop in the car, Doug, and run down to the grocery store and buy a bunch of junk food and bring it home. You know, we're bringing it home to them. And see, we don't have to do that. We don't have to feed the kids like this. And I've said this so many times. Guys, think about the immunizations of these young children. The immunizations are so toxic now with all the additives and adjuvants they have in the immunizations. You don't have to immunize children until they go to school or unless you put them in a daycare. Sometimes you can get, you can get waivers with the state. They're called, you know, they're called religious exemption waivers. That's what we do. We put our kids in the private school when they were young. We got a religious exemption waiver because the Bible says that basically, don't you know that ye yourselves are God's spirit and God's spirit lives within you? And if you destroy God's body, God, if you destroy God's temple, God will destroy you. And see, I have the naturally built in from the word of God immunization waiver because I know how toxic these things are. So if you're going to give your kids immunizations and you're going to do it and you're going to be keeping them out of school until they're five years of age, why do you need to immunize them until they're five, until before they go in? And that way you can fully evaluate what you want to do and what you want to put into their bodies. The same thing is true. If you've got a problem with elevated blood sugar, doesn't it make sense that you start changing your your diet and start changing your lifestyle and start going back to where you were before you had the elevated blood sugar, before you gained a bunch of weight or before you start eating a lot of junk food. That's the same thing. Same thing with if you have elevated cholesterol that's over 300. It's very easy to bring it down just changing your diet naturally. But again, all of this takes time. It takes a little bit of energy and it takes commitment and dedication, which is what we talked about at the beginning of the show because anything can be an addiction, including food. I'm going to say that that's again. True. Anything can be an addiction, including food. Yeah. You can be addicted to the Internet. You can be addicted to pornography. You can be addicted to these drugs that we talked about. You can be addicted to food. You can be addicted to sugar. You can, be, you can really be addicted to diet soda because of the receptor sites in the brain that are aspartic acid receptor sites that actually release you know, feel-good chemicals in your brain whenever you drink diet sodas. That's why some people are so addicted to diet sodas that they have such a dopamine trigger that they'll, they'd rather get in a fight with you than stop drinking diet sodas. So thanks again, guys. It's, uh, it's Doug5. It's a coupon all across the board at Health Masters. Anything you want, Doug5, 5% off the whole gamut of everything we sell. And uh, I appreciate you guys. And, Amen. Doug, thanks so much for having me on tonight. Well, well Ted, thank you. Boy, perfect timing uh, right, right, on the, right on the minute. God bless you, brother. <laughs> and, and thank you. And, Sharon, thank you so much for uh, sharing your husband with us. And Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. <laughs> all right. God bless you, God bless you, guys. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. And and we're going to catch you Sunday, right before uh, Hodges on uh, Global Star. We'll be on the Blood of Christ. You're going to, guys. If you don't, if if that's that's the best show I've done probably in a year. You guys are going to love that show. All right, looking forward to it. Have a good night. Good night. Bye bye. 
That was Ted Brewer, Dr. Ted Brewer from healthmasters.com. Also, him and his son host a radio show right here on Global Star Radio Network. You can catch it immediately after our show or on their regular times. There's also a 24-hour listen live number that you can call to listen to the show. Go to healthmasters.com for that information. Up next, we have a friend and former guest. Augusto Perez. Yeah, Mr. Augusto Frequent. Perez. The appearance.com yeah. is the website. Is the website. He is um, a minister. He's a, an author, a speaker, and uh, a very devout man uh, who has a lot of, of biblical and spiritual knowledge. And we're going to get into... too long, but we've had him. Yeah, we're going to get into current events. We're going to get into um, the spiritual side of current events, as well as the spiritual side of... Uh, what we see in the political world with the uh, the atmosphere and politics, as well as the, with the Trump administration, uh, we're going to talk to Augusto about whether what we're witnessing with Trump is a reprieve by God or if it's a, a another uh, movement, uh, spiritual movement, and uh, we're going to dissect some of these things. And he'll be joining us via video, which is the first time he's been on uh, yeah. us with yeah. video. So looking forward to and- that. If I can just jump in here, I just want to thank everyone for your support. Uh, those people who have sent, sent us support, those people who are supporting us financially, I want to say thank you so much. Um, uh, we don't say thank you often enough. We are, we are doing everything we can to increase our research, increase our ability to reach out and grab people. We had George Webb on, uh, this week. We've had, uh, uh, so many people that we've, and all of this takes time. It takes time to cultivate these people, and that takes money. And, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Um, yeah, sure, we have sponsors. Sure, we've got Google advertising. We want to cut out Google advertising completely because or YouTube, you know that that stuff that that's so annoying. I, look, I understand that, but all of this takes a lot of money and a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of resources. It's, it's so, but we we thank you because. Without you, we could not do what we're doing. And I'm going to just say this as we, as we wait for, uh, Augusto. I believe, and Joe, I didn't really talk to you about this over the, you know, before the show time. I, I truly believe that we are entering into a period under Obama. I, I put up, Ob- uh, the, the, the video today, earlier today. I, I did it and put it up. It's the color. It's called Color Revolution. You know, it amazes me how many people, uh, are, are, really mocking that video only because it's true see what's taking place is the shadow government deep state government shadow government under the umbrella of obama organizing for america uh the funding is coming from a number of places including Soros. but the bottom line is this we are in a battle we are going to see a hot battle i believe this this summer um or maybe if we're lucky it might might be put off, but I, I don't believe that to be the case. Uh, organizing for America, they're sending out groups under the resist banner. Your council member or your congressman will come to your, your town, have a town hall meeting. You're going to see these resist groups spring up all over the place. That's under Obama's umbrella group. And uh, Millennials for Revolution, District 13 House, Disrupt J20, all of these. The reason I wanted to point this out, as we listen to Augusto Perez, in the context of what he says, understand where we're at time-wise. So check out uh, the the, new, the latest uh, video on uh, on our YouTube channel, which was done today. Uh, there were, I'm getting a lot of pushback on this, a lot of uh, private uh, messages saying, uh, just watch your step, that kind of stuff. It's interesting because... <laughs> 
Uh, it's just interesting. I just find I find the blowback, a pushback, interesting. Joe, I'm gonna turn it back to you. With that, let's bring on Mr. Augusto Perez, theappearance.com. Um, Augusto, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, it's good to be with you back, uh, brother, uh, Joe and, and Doug, and it's been a while. So I appreciate you having me and, um, lo- looking forward to it. Oh, Augusto, it's good to have you, my, my man. Um, yeah, you have a choice now. You can come on video. Uh, you just have to activate your video. So it's a little video camera button. If yeah. you want to come on if video, if not, that's fine. If you yeah. want. I, I'm not set up for that, so. Okay, um, no, no worries. We'll just have to bear with that image. That's <laughs> fine. That no, that's fine. We, we, yeah, we actually, we, we got, we just didn't, we didn't, we just don't want to screw up on our end. That's all, Augusto. So, okay. That, that, that's fine. Right. Well, a lot's well, changed since we we spoke on last Augusto. We've had the presidential election. Um, now we've had the inauguration, and and we've seen this whole big shift from uh, the Obama administration to the Hillary Clinton fiasco uh, to the election. Now we are into the Trump administration. We've seen um, a lot of things change. The Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, just met with Trump. Um, there's new relationships being made. There's new enemies being made. And a lot of chaos in between. Where do you want to start tonight? Well, uh, I think we need to start, uh, in what is happening today, uh, what, or what just happened. Uh, maybe I just need to recap a little bit because a lot gets lost, uh, in the, in the process, uh, you know, since the elections. Uh, when we were about to, uh, to, uh, to get into the election on November 8, uh, very few people had uh, any hope that uh, Hillary Clinton was was not going to win. Uh, it, it was a given. And uh, I always had faith that the Lord was able to do something supernatural. And uh, nobody was given the, the Donald Trump a chance to win. Uh, I mean... The chances that, that Vegas and all these people that were, uh, you know, given the odds, I mean, it was like astronomical. Uh, chances were very, very slim. So uh, we need to start with that. What happened in this election was nothing short of a supernatural intervention from heaven. <clears throat> that needs to be established if we are going to go forward. If we're going to achieve uh, our, 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 the purposes of God, the vision of God, if we are going to uh, activate the people and, and, and energize the people, it has to begin with that. Anyone else that thinks that this was not uh, an intervention of, of heaven through the prayers of uh, intercessions and uh, the, the repentance, uh, a lot of people don't realize how much prayer went up to heaven all over the country all over the, the world there were people I'm not talking about dozens I'm talking about thousands of people praying tens of thousands of people praying repenting interceding I know of many people that were fasting a three days fast a 24 hour 48 hours uh, you, yeah. you name it uh, this was going on we ourselves have uh, uh, seven battalions of prayer intercessors that were praying nonstop during this election process. Now, I haven't said this. I don't talk about it much because 
that, that's not my place to, to say that. I don't want to sound, uh, like I'm bragging or any such thing because that is the furthest thing from my mind. I'm just sharing that to let the people, the listeners know the amount of prayer that went on there. And there were many, many, many other movements, many, many people from a very, very old to little young people praying. So we have to start with that. This was a divine intervention. There can be no doubt about that. There's no way that could have happened without the, the intervention from heaven. So having that premise established, okay, uh, then we need to go to the second uh, area, which is uh, what is happening and what do we do now. Now, last time I was with you, uh, Joe and uh, you know, Doug and Joe, I was uh, sharing with you, uh, I, I believe last time it was only you, Joe. I, I don't believe you, the Doug was with us, but at any rate, I shared about the experience I had with uh, when I went to preach a revival in Ohio last year, in the first part of the year, when uh, when Donald Trump was just beginning, and uh, I began to get in my spirit that he was a Cyrus. I began to say that he was a Cyrus. Before nobody out there, I, I don't, I don't know of anybody that was saying he was a Cyrus back I then. I remember the that. Beginning. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, I wasn't sure, to be honest with you, I wasn't sure that if that, if I had heard from the Lord. So <clears throat> I went to, uh, I went to pray and I said, Father, if if this man is really your Cyrus, because I know the history of Donald Trump, let's not kid ourselves. He is no saint. He is no Christian. He is no Puritan. He's a sinner. And he has done a lot of bad things. Everybody knows that. That is no, there's no argument there. But I know from scripture and I know from my experience that God can use anybody. God has used in the Bible all the way from murderers to, uh, fornicators to liars, you name it. The Lord is that kind of God. God is not a man. He is not a man. He does not think like a man nor does he act like a man. So I have learned that. Uh, these things you have to learn through experience. You you cannot learn this just by reading Scripture. You learn this by having a relationship with the Lord and then Him showing you that He, you know, the way He is, His character, His nature. And so I asked Him, I said, Father, I don't want to be wrong about this. If this man is Cyrus, like you said, that you know that Persian king, which he was no saint either. The guy was a sinner. The guy was <laughs> he was not a good cookie. He was bad, but he was good to God's people. He did a lot of good things for the Jewish people, and and uh, uh, you know let them serve God with freedom and liberty. He allowed them to build the temple. I said, if this man is Cyrus, please confirm that to me. I need to know, and I just. I just went my, you know, my own way. And when I went to this meeting in Ohio, uh, Augusto, I don't mean to interrupt you, uh, but we're just a few seconds out from a break and I think this would be a great place to stop. So when we come back, we can get right into, um, what happened at the conference, what the Lord showed or revealed to you, uh, about the future. Folks, we're talking with Augusto Perez, theappearance.com, the appearance ministries is his website. He's got a number of, of fantastic books, um, his testimony, his, his other interviews and, and shows he's done 
are fantastic. He's a, a great man of God and a friend of the show. We'll be right back with Augusto Perez after these short messages. Stay with us. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. There shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, I'm going to direct your attention to masterpreps.com, masterpreps.com. Wow. Uh, masterpreps.com, uh, the sponsor of our show, masterpreps.com. That's masterpreps.com. Take a visit there. High-quality items, made-in-America items. I mean, anything, everything you could possibly want from uh, cooking uh, utensils, uh, cooking frying pans. To, I mean, it is, it'll blow you away. Absolutely, Eric's. It's insane. I mean, wow. Look at the products. Folks, visit masterpreps.com. Again, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Reporter family, masterpreps.com. I mean, wow, it's insane. Masterpreps.com. Are you ready for what comes next? From all of us at Training Post in the Woods. We pray you have a healthy, safe, and prosperous 2017. And we would like to thank all of you for welcoming us to the Hagman and Hagman family. You're all a very wonderful and special group of people. Because we believe it is so important for you to work and acquire good health this year, we're going to do something that we've never done before as a thank you to you for your support. We're going to make something available that we believe everyone needs. During the month of January, anyone who invests in their health by purchasing either our American Heritage Remedies Kit, our Survivalist Natural Remedies Kit, or $200 in individual remedies of your choice, we're going to give to you our crisis remedy just in case for free. Your health must be a part of your preparation plan. We're here to help you with that journey. May God bless y'all, and may God bless America. Happy Happy New Year. Year! This is Joe Charles, the guy whose voice is heard announcing for the Hagman and Hagman Report right here on YouTube and across the Global Star Radio Network. There have been many people wondering whose music is being played during those breaks. Well, you guessed it. And we're very pleased to announce that all that music and 11 brand new songs from the CD New Jerusalem is set for release on April 10th for download on iTunes. You can help support my ministry and be blessed by this awesome, inspiring recording. I have been fortunate to work with some phenomenal musicians from around the world that helped us put this recording together in the studio. Simply go to joecharlesmusic.com and click on the iTunes link. Or, if you'd rather have a CD, we'll send one right out to you. Just leave me your email and we'll get right back to you. And thanks to Doug and Joe Hagman for making this all possible. God bless. Folks, we, we've got Augusto Perez as our guest, and uh, just tremendous, tremendous man of God. Uh, visit his website. It's linked off of HagmanReport.com in the program description for tonight, as well as for the week's schedule. Before we get back to Augusto, I just want to point people in the direction of Precious Timber, PreciousTimber.com. And everything Alex Wilson is doing for the prepper community, for the... Um, 
That's just one one aspect of a multifaceted operation. Alex Wilson is a man that uh, has is doing so much for so many people. But another aspect of this is coconuts for people who are uh, accredited investors. Okay, if you've got some investing that you want to do long term uh, investing for a one k type thing, coconuts. Think about that. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest yielding cash crops. You got uh, high wealth individuals. You've got uh, companies like Coke, Pepsi and such that are investing in coconuts as a growth investment for long-term income. And uh, I realize, you know, look, I realize how, how that, this sounds, but when you when you get involved in, when you start looking at the uh, future, the, the high net worth or the uh, uh, direct ownership, we'll say a fully managed coconut acreage, which is now available to accredited investors, you'll see the uh, benefits of this. As much as 15% per year yield possible, uh, more or less. It's, it's an amazing investment, long-term investment. Uh, this is a triple bottom line opportunity. It generates a measurable, beneficial social and environmental impact alongside an attractive financial return that lasts up to 60 years. Think big. True coconuts and through uh, precious timber folks go to uh, go to profitsincoconuts.com that's profit profitsincoconuts.com one more time profitsincoconuts.com i must say this announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation or office to purchase offer is made by prospectus only profitsincoconuts.com that's profitsincoconuts.com check it out check it out it's, it's a very interesting and a very it's very much well worth it that's profits in Coconuts.com. Our guest with us now and until the end of the program is Mr. Augusto Perez. Theappearance.com is his website. Just before the break, we were talking about um, during the this last election cycle, uh, during the primaries, um, uh, Mr. Perez got uh, was talking about how Trump could be a Cyrus, and he, uh, Mr. Perez, you were about to Cyrus, uh, yeah, not Cyrus. a Cyrus. Cyrus, and how uh, you were going to a, a conference and how something uh, happened. At that conference, yes. Um, well, like I was saying, I was uh, yeah, to be with a friend of mine in Cincinnati, Ohio. Went with my wife. We uh, we we go there once a year, and uh, I was I was there. I was not expecting to have an encounter uh, of revelation with the with the Lord, but that is what happened. Uh, on the last day of the meetings, uh, I was ministering to the people, and I will never forget it. <clears throat> Uh, this lady came up with her little baby in her arms, and she came up to me and said, Please pray for my baby. And I looked at his precious little baby. He must have been, I don't know, uh, six months, seven months, something like that. And he had the biggest eyes. And uh, I asked her, What is his name? And I will never forget it. The baby looked at me with those big brown eyes, and she said to me, his name is Cyrus. When I heard that, I just, I, it blew me away. I mean, what are the chances of a baby named Cyrus after I asked the father to give me a, a, a sign, to give me a confirmation that this man was his Cyrus? And then I, I, I looked at my wife because I had shared this with her and, um, and I, 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 I asked her again to make sure I wasn't imagining things as I said, what did you say his name was? And she said, his name is Cyrus. Well, anyway, I pray for her, pray for the baby. But the bottom line is that God confirmed to me that day that this man was and is his Cyrus. Now, 
I have done a lot of research into what Cyrus did for the people back then. He was a great help to God's people during very difficult times, okay? Now, a lot of people, uh, there are are really uh, two sides to this, okay? There are two sides, and both sides are wrong. And I hate to put it like that, but both sides are wrong. The negative side uh, of the of this, they 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 think Trump is is a devil himself. They hate him. They think the man has got uh, you know something up his sleeve. He's going to do bad things. He's a, he's a member of the world, the, the globalist, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. He's up to no good. The other bunch thinks he's the greatest things things since sliced bread. And uh, everything's going to be fine, and America is going to be on its way to a great time, and, and they're both wrong. This is not uh, what I see. This is not what I sense in my spirit. This is not what I have seen in the from the Lord. Uh, I believe there is going to be events that are going to happen, bad events, and good things, both good and bad. And we have already been seeing some good things that are in progress. Uh, uh, we, we are seeing how uh, there are uh, incredible, uh, uh, pedophile rings that are being busted. People are being put in jail. People are being apprehended. Children are being released. Uh, now, this is something that I need to clarify again. This is a second point that I need to clarify to people that are out there and they don't understand. They, they're still asleep. Uh, this is the heart of the Father. God did not put this man in power to make people wealthy or to make America great again, although that is the slogan. That is not what this is about, folks. This man was put in power by the Lord through the prayers of his lambs to set, uh, to, uh, to bring correction, to, uh, bring, uh, to clean up this mess of the pedophile rings of this ungodliness. This is something that grieves the heart of God so much uh, people don't realize how much it grieves the heart of the Father I was in Mexico uh, in 2012 uh, preaching there in Acapulco uh, I was in a plaza where there were rich men of the world there visiting and they were uh, you know getting those uh, kids kids that were 8, 9, 10, 12, 13 14 years year old and they were basically going there to buy them, to buy them like like meat, like merchandise. I was told this by the locals there, and it just made, it turned my stomach. I saw this happening before my eyes. There were people there from Asia, from Europe, from uh, Canada, from America, from all over the world, from even from Mexico, rich people from there. And uh, at that time, the Lord began to deal with me about the issues of his heart and the issues of the heart of God are very powerful and very deep and this is one of them this is very dear to the heart of the Lord and when when Cyrus came into power one of the things that the Lord laid on my heart was he wanted justice he wanted justice brought upon this people that were doing this horrific things to these children and the other areas, which is uh, the other area that is grieving the Lord incredibly, is abortions. He is he is so furious about abortions 
about uh, pedophile rings and what they're doing with these children. What these people are doing with these children is despicable, despicable, and nobody talks about it. And uh, people can say whatever they want about Donald Trump, and they go through rabbit holes, and they try to throw dirt on him, and he is this, and he's part of that, whatever. I am a very simple man. Like I was telling you today, Joe, I'm a very simple preacher. But I know God. I know the heart of God. And, uh, I look at things through the, through, through the, uh, the, the, the glass of the eyes of the Lord, through the prophetic glass and through the Bible. And I look at things also in the natural. Because God is a God of common sense. And when you, when we look at these things, what this man has done just in the what, three weeks that he's been in office, he has done something just Let's just, let's just talk about just that for the moment. Just the fact that he is busting those, those, uh, pedophile rings. This is something that was not done by Obama in eight years in office. Bush, eight years in office. Clinton, eight years in office. Was not done by, uh, the other, uh, Bush before him. Was not done even by Reagan before him. Not even by Kennedy. This guy has done this in three weeks. Now, you can take that and do with it whatever you want. But in my book, you've got to give credit that this guy was put there by the Almighty, by the hand of the Most High, to clean up this mess because he was grieving him. He was stinking to high heaven, and he could not take it anymore. And uh, this is why uh, these people want to take him out. Uh, he is He is hitting them hard where it hurts. And uh, there are so many of these people, of, of politicians, uh, senators, you name it, uh, involved in this thing. And nobody it talks about it. And this, I, I believe, and I don't, I don't think I'm wrong, I believe, and you may know more about this than I do, uh, Doug and Joe, but I believe that in the coming weeks, there are going to be massive arrests made and uh, many people put behind bars for uh, many of these things that I'm talking about and then other things that are going to be added onto that but this this is this is just the tip of the iceberg and uh you know uh let me just share a few things because if we are going to get anywhere okay and I want to make this very very clear to the people listening to me because if we don't get a clear sound from heaven, if we do not hear a clear trumpet, a clear sound defining these things, we are not going to make it. Because we need everybody praying, everybody that calls themselves a Christian. I'm talking to you. If, you, if, if you're not a Christian, I'm not talking to you. This is not for you. Okay? But if you are a Christian, if you call yourself a child of God, and you're born again, you're washed with the blood, I'm talking to you. If we don't get this straight now, and we begin to pray like we have never prayed before, this this thing is going to end up really, really bad. Now, <clears throat> I happen to believe in timelines. And before people get freaked out out there and start thinking, that, what is, what is Augusta talking about? Basically what I'm talking about when I say a timeline is, that things can happen in a number of ways. God gives warnings, okay, through his prophets. 
But the, the reason God gives warnings through his prophets and apostles is so that people can pray, repent, change their ways, change the atmosphere, and then the timelines change. And bad things that were about to happen don't happen, at least don't happen right away. They may get postponed, or if they do happen, the 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 they happen to a lesser degree. So this is what I'm talking about, the timelines, and this is throughout Scripture. The Bible does not call it a timeline a shift, but basically we see it in the story of Hezekiah when the prophet Isaiah went to him and basically decreed, you're going to die. You're going to die in so many days. Repent. Get your house in order. And he repented. He repented. He turned his face to the wall and repented. And God sent Isaiah back and said, you have been, your life has been extended. I think it was 15 years. Your life has been extended. The same thing happened with Nineveh. God sent his prophet, uh, Jonah, spoke to him, gave him a vision, and said, uh, in Nineveh will be destroyed in 40 days. Again, this was a declaration. This was a prophetic decree from heaven stating this is going to happen. Okay? And unless you repent. And uh, they repented. And uh, Jonah, uh, which I call, by the way, I call this the, the spirit of Jonah, which is prophets, which become bitter, become, uh, you know, very critical, like Jonah. Jonah did not want Nineveh to be spared. He wanted Nineveh destroyed by the hand of God because if he, if Nineveh was not destroyed, he was going to look bad. They were going to call him a false prophet. They were going to call him, you know, a, a false preacher. They uh, throw stones at him. He, he didn't like that. He didn't want that. But his job was to say what the Lord showed him, right? So <clears throat> the, 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 the role of Jonah was not to criticize the people or come against the Nineveh or, or whatever. No, his job was just to give the message. And the problem we have today with many prophets, and, and they are genuine prophets, they are genuine uh, men, God shows them things, but they do not understand the function sometimes of a prophet. And that is they have to give the warning. But that is it. That is where the responsibility ends. If the people repent and if the people shift and they, 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 they call out to God, the Lord is more than able to shift and to change his mind and extend the timeline and not uh, judge the, the nation or the city and uh, give them a reprieve, give them, a, if you will, an allotted a space of time where they can uh, prove to him that they are truly repenting and that they have truly changed their ways or they can just fall back into the same old, same old. I believe... I I don't mean to interrupt, but I think this is a a good point to jump in to get into this. This is something we talked about uh, before the show and you opened up the interview talking about the uh, huge number of people that that turned to the Lord and and turned to prayer and fasting before this election. I mean, I saw it on internet forums, on comments, on comment sections under, you know, different articles like I've never seen it before. And I do believe that that, that played a huge role, if not the defining role in this election. Now, we would think that that should continue, but 
since some people believe that you know Trump got in and, and things are are, are going to be better, um, it seems like that has died off. You know that that prayer, that uh, sense of desperation to save this nation has died off as people have become comfortable uh, that Trump's in office. They think everything's going to get better, everything's going to be fixed, and they you know kick their feet up and 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 kind of have have taken a step back and withdrawn. And you were just speaking to, you know, how we need to continue in the prayer and can, and how things can shift. Um, what are the dangers of having all that prayer, having the prayers answered with the election results and then people just dismissing the prayer or, or, you know, uh, saying they got with their prayer answered so they don't need to continue with that level of devotion? No, that is a false premise. And the people need to uh, shake themselves off of that. This country is in grave danger right now. Grave danger. Not because of Donald Trump, because he's bad or evil. or No, because there is a clash right now. And the powers that be want to, uh, you know, they, they see that they're, they're losing power. The power is being taken from them. They are seeing it. Something that they have worked for. Uh, decades, okay? I'm talking about 40, 50, 60, 70 years. I don't know more than that. They have been working on this for a long, long time. And it seems like everything has come tumbling down. And they're now fighting for their lives, especially with what uh, President Trump is doing. So, uh, you know, ex-President Obama just uh, set up shop a couple of blocks away from the White House uh, like a mini, like a mini White House there, uh, he's running things there. He's got thousands of people working for him. He has the backing of the shadow government. He has the incredible wealth backing of Soros, the Rothschilds, and you name it. And, uh, and so President Trump is moving quickly. This is something people don't understand. This is why he's moving so quickly, signing executive orders left and right. Because he knows his time to uh, to do it is limited. Uh, few people, few people, Joe, understand uh, how close this nation was to being destroyed completely, under, brought under the boot of these people once and for all, if Hillary would have gotten in. The Lord gave us a reprieve, okay? This is a temporary, listen carefully, people, a temporary and final reprieve. One final act of mercy before God then pours out His wrath. However, most Christians don't understand that we are still in great danger because we are in a, in a war, in a battle to the death, to the end with these people. The moment a person bends their knee and gives their heart to Jesus Christ, and they are saved, that is when your battle begins. The devil is not going to take captives. He knows you belong to Jesus Christ and you are his enemy. So if you try to sit on the sideline and wait this thing out, you're going to become a casualty of war because he, the devil knows you are the enemy. So if you might as well engage him and pray and join the rest of us. Now, let me say something else. Uh, uh, we are right now, okay, entering a most vicious, horrific warfare, the likes of which the world has not ever known. 
I have been getting uh, uh, warnings from the Lord in in uh, last year. Uh, a lot of them where the the enemy was releasing hordes of demons. The things I saw uh, that were being released from uh, compartments, wherever that was, I don't know. Whether it was the bottomless pit, whether it was uh, sections, I don't know. But I saw compartments where these hideous looking things were. I saw three groups. One group was worse than the other. I mean, they were horrific, vicious, powerful. And they were being released for this last onslaught. Okay? They are coming against the seed of the Most High. Because they know their time is short. The devil knows his time is short. Their wickedness and evil know no bounds. We are in a time right now where the tares are being separated from the wheat. We are seeing this right now in the open. You can see it if you turn the TV on. You are seeing it. You are seeing the tares. You are seeing the tares, the, the, the filth, the foul language coming out of their mouth. You are seeing the hatred. You're seeing the viciousness. You're seeing the... It's a spirit of murder. A spirit of murder and spirit of a slander. Because the Bible says that he that hates his brother has already committed murder. And the hatred that is coming against Trump, and make no mistake about it, okay? Listen to me, please. The, the, the same people that have this hatred against Donald Trump, they hate you and they hate me because we belong to Jesus Christ. Trump is trying his best, President Trump is trying his best to protect Christians. He's trying to protect your behind. Whether you, even if you hate him, even if you talk against him, even if you think he's the, he's, he's the worst thing ever, he's still trying to protect you as a Christian. And that you need to understand. This man is trying to protect you. God put him there to protect us, to protect you, and to protect me, to protect all of us, to give us a chance, to give us a time. This is something you need to understand. But this is not automatic. This wickedness that we are facing, if we do not pray, if you just sit on your laurels and say, it is done, we did our job, we got him elected, now he's got to do whatever he's got to do. Wrong. We are in this fight together. When President Trump got elected, our fight just begun. Our battle just begun. And it's not going to end, people. It's not going to end. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, in the book of uh, chapter 12, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. We are going to be waging this battle, people. Listen to me, please. Listen to me, listen to me carefully. We are going to be involved in this battle, in this warfare, until Jesus comes. This is not going to stop. You hear me? It's not going to stop. So you better take out your sword. If you put it away, take it out, sharpen it, okay? Sharpen it, do some fasting. How do, how do I sharpen my sword? I guess do some fasting, do some praying, uh, read scriptures, get close to Jesus, learn to hear His voice. Sharpen your sword because we are about to enter. I mean, if you, if you think you saw a battle during election night, we haven't seen nothing yet. This thing is going to be horrific. And, uh, 
you know, uh, we are living in a society where Christians uh, have not been taught, unfortunately, to fight the enemy. They have not been taught to pray. They have not been taught to engage the enemy in personal warfare and in spiritual warfare. They have not been taught how to pray for our leaders, how to pray uh, against uh, strong men that are out there. Oh, yeah, there are strong men out there. We can pray against a strong man. Jesus said that no one can go into a house, okay, to plunder the goods of the house unless the strong man of the house is bound first. There are several, not one, several strong men in this country. Obama, the Clintons, Soros. I mean, from that, from there on, there's the Bushes. There are a lot of them. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm just naming the top of the the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of them, and they are called strong men. What do you mean by that, Augusta? Until these people are bound first spiritually, so that they can so that then in the natural they can be brought to justice. Okay, I'm giving you the keys how we need to do this. Okay, we 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 don't have to take guns. No 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 no. That's not the way of the Lord. This is the way to do the warfare. You bind the strong man. You ask the Lord to bind the strong man. You bind the strong man. These people, they are the movers, the shakers. They are incredibly evil people. And then once you begin to move like that, then you begin to also pray for the Lord to empower uh, President Trump. Cover him. Hedge your protection around him. A wall of fire. Absolutely. The Lord has millions of angels to protect him. His family. His cabinet. They managed to get to one of his of his of his main guys. Yes, they did, Augusto. Uh, uh, we're up against the break. Um, we're going to pick up right here uh, where we left off on the other side, folks. You're listening to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Our guest is Mr. Augusto Perez, theappearance.com. Go there, bookmark his site. There's so much there. We'll be right back with him for our final hour. Stay with us. Just what kind of thriller predicts the future? In three days in the belly of the beast, Daniel Holdings wrote about the God Particle before CERN actually discovered the God Particle. In As the Darkness Falls, Daniel wrote about an Islamist terrorist confederacy that rose up out of Syria and declared a caliphate three years before ISIS was ever heard of. In his newest novel, Between the Veil, Daniel talks about a space between dimensions where supernatural beings can walk. He says that these novels are a warning from the creator to his creation. Will war come to America? Will the world's economies collapse? Are we looking at increased earthquakes and volcanic activity? Will the United States fall into civil war? You can find all of Daniel's work at his website, danielholdings.com. That's danielholdings.com. All of these things and more are talked about in Daniel's books. To find out what's coming next, go to danielholdings.com. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest-yielding cash crops available today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and many high-net-worth individuals have invested billions of dollars into coconuts for strong growth and solid long-term income. Yields could be as high as 18% or more per year. 
capital appreciation and exceptional income for up to 60 long years would be an absolutely brilliant investment to pass on to future generations. Diversify wisely with direct ownership of fully managed coconuts on prime farmland close to the beautiful Costa Rican border. For more information, qualified accredited investors should go to ProfitsInCoconuts.com or phone 855-888-6288. That's 855-888-6288. This announcement does not constitute an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offer made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288 or visit ProfitsInCoconuts.com. ProfitsInCoconuts.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. At HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. This edition of the Hagman and the Hagman Report. We're continuing our conversation with Augusto Perez. Go to HagmanReport.com and, and look at the program description for today and uh, certainly visit uh, Augusto Perez's website. But pay attention to what he's saying. Pay attention to what he's said in the past and compare it to what he's saying now. You can see how time has really proven him correct in his, in his statements, his assessments very interesting. Before we get back to Mr. Perez, have you gone to thisgenerationseries.com yet? Have you gone there yet? Have you have you gotten T.C. Joseph's This Generation series of novels? If not, if not, you should have. But but if not, now's a good time to do it. it T.C. Joseph is a, just a tremendously talented, gifted writer. He's written three books. It's a trilogy. Book one is Precipice. Book two is Pentecost. And book three is Penance. And it it's really uh, it TC has written these novels to take you through recent history to the events that we're seeing right now take place. Um, his witty style and fascinating characters provide a great read. Not only will you love these books, but they can be used as a great tool to awaken friends and family members to the perilous times that we face. He's gotten great reviews from Kirkus, Blue Ink, the um, Tremendous, tremendous reviews, and, and I like them too. I, I do. In fact, we've used uh, we've used them on occasion to wake people up. That's this generation series of novels by T. C. Joseph. T. C. Joseph's this generation series of novels. Okay, our guest is Augusto Perez. Joe, I'm going to kick it over to you. Yeah, Augusto Perez, theappearance.com. Uh, again, go to his site, bookmark it, and and take advantage of all of the uh, information that's that's there. Um, from show appearances to testimonials uh, to teachings and and Bible studies, it's a, a very um, 
comprehensive site and it covers so much. Before the break and in, in, in the last hour, we were talking about um, the you know the PizzaGate, the pedophilia uh, scandals that have been that have been ongoing that that really came to light with Andrew Breitbart back in 2011. Many of you, I don't know if you remember that tweet that Breitbart put out about John Podesta, and I'm paraphrasing. It was something along the lines of. Uh, Breitbart said, "How John Podesta is not a household name for uh, child sex trafficking uh, or and pedophilia is beyond me." And many people believe that that led to his untimely death, as he was going to make some announcement about the Obama administration and the personnel that was very damaging. And the night before, he was supposed to make that announcement. How Prague guru John Podesta isn't a household name as as a as world class underage sex slave op cover upper defending unspeakable. Briggs escapes me. That was the tweet from yeah. Andrew Breitbart. And one of the things that Augusto mentioned is that the um, the number of of police and sex trafficking uh, arrests that have been uh, foiled and, and come to the light since Trump's presidency. We have some statistics here. Uh, somebody put together a graphic, um, and it goes date by date, and it goes, um, you know, it. Just to give you a few examples, January 27th, 42 arrested in Tennessee sexting. January 29th, 474 arrested, 55 saved. Out of those 55, 28 were children. That was a Los Angeles sex ring bust. Um, 38 human trafficking arrests in San Diego. 108 arrests in Illinois, 29 of whom were actual traffickers. 178 arrested in uh, uh, Texas sex sting. And this is just in two weeks. Yeah, 750 arrested, 92 rescued in Super Bowl Sunday interstate uh, sex trafficking scandal. Um, Strongsville, Ohio, international adoption agency raided by FBI for failing to supervise preventing sale and abduction and exploitation or trafficking of children. And it goes on. It's up to 1,500 arrests um, and hundreds of children rescues in just the first month of the Trump presidency. And that's only here in the United States. There has, there was a big bust in Canada, and there was also, uh, it was either New Zealand or somewhere in Europe, in the UK, where we're talking over 500 and 600, 700 arrests were made, and much of those, um, there were law enforcement and public officials in there. So I, I guess my question to you, Mr. Prez, is this part of the reprieve from the Lord? Um and or is this something that you think that is happening inside the Trump administration due to the backlash from what was released in the Podesta Clinton emails? Both. I think I think this is the reason why God put him there. Uh, believe it or not, this is the main reason. And uh, God was going to hold him to that. If he, if Trump, President Trump, would not have done this, it's it I'm I'm telling you it would have been over and it's it's still gonna it's still possible that it is over because they're trying to take him out but this was one of the conditions from what the Lord showed me from what he 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 put in my heart and he he gave me okay was this is something and this is just one of the several things that God wanted the Trump to do all these other things that he's doing. It's, praise God, it's wonderful. He's trying to improve the economy, bring back jobs, all that. That's praise God, you know, that is wonderful. But that is not what was in the heart of God. What was in the heart of God that He wanted this man to do, okay, in order to begin to bring back and heal this land, or, or at least bring some type of, of 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 
restoration, at least spiritual restoration. Uh, maybe not as, America is never going to be what it was, folks. Never. So just let's take care of that puppy right now. America is over as far as becoming what it was. It's not going to happen. But God loves this nation. There's, there's a lot of wells of, of, of revivals and powerful good things that God did and God did on this land. God loves these people. This is the only nation that has, has backed Israel, protected Israel, exported uh, a lot of uh, missionaries, helped them financially. I mean, a, a lot of good has been done by this country. God loves this nation. This nation made a covenant with the Most High when they first came here, the pilgrims and so forth. There's a lot of history there, a lot of history. Is America blameless? No. Is America guilty of many things and crimes? Of course. But God loves this nation. But this is one of the things that God wanted this man to do. The other thing, and, and we're going to see a lot more of that, by the way. I, I am praying, and we need to pray that every one of these, these devils in human bodies out there that they cannot continue to run free, that they need to be brought to justice, because there are big names there. There are really big names there that they think that they're above the law, and they are not above the law. The Lord knows who they are. The Lord knows who who they are, where they live. He knows every detail about them. And if they're listening to this program, God knows what you do in secret. The evil deeds that you have done in secret and you are doing in secret and you will not escape his judgment. Mark my words. And uh, the other thing that we're going to see happening that God wants done is, I mean, there are so many things and people, you need to open your eyes. Okay, you need to open your eyes. If you still have these little things against Donald Trump, you know, trying to go through rabbit holes and find dirt, please, please stop that. Let, pray for the man. Pray for the man. Another thing that God is using this man to do right now is, uh, besides bringing pedophiles and child trafficking, he is also trying to bring a lot of these murderers, rapists, uh, uh, thugs that are killing people, raping them in this country. And also, you know, they cross the border, the, the, the border of Mexico, and they're doing this, and they're in those uh, sanctuary cities. He's trying to bring them to justice. These are people also that rape little children, abuse people. God hates it. God hates that with a passion. And that those people need to be stopped, and they need to be brought to justice. Uh, uh, the other thing that... that, um, that uh, the Lord is very high. He's very strong on this that he wants uh, done uh, and stopped. Is the uh, He wants this big pharma stopped. He wants this vaccination industry. And uh, they're forcing vaccines down the throat of people. And they're destroying children's lives. They're destroying people's lives. They're causing autism. And they're causing horrific th- birth defects, horrific things. He wants that stopped, and he wants that done now. And Trump is doing it. He appointed, one of his uh, cabinet appointees is a guy that is going after the vaccinations. And this is another reason why these people hate his guts, because he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. And I don't know about you guys out there listening to this program, but 
you know, there's many goody two shoes Christians out there, you know, uh, holier than thou. Let me tell you something. God honors a man that says he's going to do something and then does it. And this man is doing it. Nobody before him ever did it. You, I mean, I don't, you can go back. You probably have to go back way, way back. Uh, I, I don't know of any in my lifetime or even in the last two, three generations that has done anything close to this. And this man is doing it. And yet people hate him. They come against him. But the Bible says, Jesus said, that they hated me because they were of the darkness. Any, I, I just don't understand how anybody that has got any of the Holy Ghost in them can really be against this man. You need to be praying for this man. Not because he's good. Not because he's, he's a Christian, a holy guy. No, because he's doing things that so-called Christians wouldn't do and wouldn't even got that they didn't have the guts to do it. This man is doing it. And this is why God put him there. That's why God didn't put, uh, those other guys did not win the election. Because they were never going to do anything about this. You know, Augusto, if I can say this, I, uh, boy, I hope I didn't take you off your stride, but I'll tell you something. This gets me riled up because we have, and I've seen this, I get emails from, from people who say, look, I'm a Christian, I'm, 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 or self-appointed, uh, Christian, uh, watchman, uh, you know, I, I don't know what, who these yeah. people are, but, but, but these people, uh, frankly sicken me because sure. what they, what they are doing is, is they're saying, um, uh, uh, they're 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 taking they're taking shots at Trump, attempt, att- attempting to take him down. Yeah. Um. They 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 don't have the heart of God, Doug. They don't have the heart of the Father. They are Christians. They may even be born again and say, but they don't know God. They don't know you. Him. Okay. Because yeah, and, and that's I guess my question is this, Augusto. So it's my belief that that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. That's his exactly. position. It's not another Christian that is supposed to accuse the brethren. Is or am I wrong in that? No, you are right on. Uh, the uh, devil is the you know he is the accuser of the brethren. He is he is the one that continually accuses, continually points fingers, continually brings charges. He is, he's bringing charges against the children of the Most High day and night in the courts of heaven. That's what he does best. Okay. And so whenever the Bible says that bring not a charge against a man of God or, or, uh, uh, you know, but Trump is not a man of God. But then he says, if you're going to judge, okay, Jesus said, if you must judge, judge righteously. In other words, just don't say the bad things about the guy. How about saying some of these things I'm saying? I mean, how, how about bringing a little balance into the equation? How about saying some of the good things? Because that is how Jesus operates. You know, Jesus Christ, when he was uh, rebuking the the seven the seven churches in Asia Minor, and you can go read it in the Book of Revelations, uh, three, uh, you know, two and three is right there. Uh, he would tell them the bad things. But then he would tell him also before he told him the bad things, he would tell him the good things. You know, and, uh, you know, I don't like this about you, but I like this about you. You know, this is the heart of the Father. This is how the Lord operates. The Lord is not a negative, uh, person that is continually criticizing people. He, he tells, he tells someone 
uh, several words of praise and encouragement, and then he'll tell you, but I have this against you. This is the heart of the Father. Anybody that operates other than that does not know the heart of the Father. And this is why we are in the condition we're in, because so many people out there calling themselves whatever, prophets, evangelists, or watchmen, or preachers, or whatever, uh, they they are quick to accuse, but they don't realize how guilty that they are themselves of so many things. And this is why Jesus said repeatedly, before you judge, <laughs> judge yourself first, look at yourself first before you start pointing fingers. But anyway, beside the point, we need to, you know, what I am seeing, uh, uh, Doug and Joe, is that the people out there, there are people out there in America that are not a Christian, they're not Christians, and they, they can see things much more clearly than many of these so-called professing Christians. They got more sense, more discernment, and they have more, uh, I mean, they're able to see things in a better perspective with more wisdom that many of these so-called Christians out there, self-professed uh, prophets and apostles and, uh, and watchmen or whatever you want to call them, uh, because I don't, I don't see any wisdom in the way they, they handle things. But, you know, again, going back to what I was saying was, the other thing that, uh, that God is very strong on is, He hates what this big pharma is doing. When was the last time anybody out there saw any previous presidents? I don't care how far back you go. They were, that they came against the big pharma. No one. Nobody would touch, would touch the big pharma. That was a no-no because they they got power and that they are backed by the CIA. They're backed by the by the intelligence agencies. They're backed by the money uh, people, by the well, by by the, the the likes of Soros and the Rothschilds. These people are loaded with money. They have made through big pharma, and they got uh, big pharma. Uh, they protect their interests, and so Trump is going against every single thing that is dear to these people. How can anybody out there say that Trump is one of them? I just don't get it. Anyway, I'm not even going to get into that rabbit hole. But let me go on because I'm just going to talk very simply, okay, very, very real from a common sense that everybody can see, not get into some of these theories based upon theories, based upon assumptions, based upon uh, conspiracy theories. I'm not going to get into that. If you want that, there's others out there that can listen to. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm going to tell you what God showed me, and I'm going to tell you what is going on right now. And you make your own decisions. I'm not even telling you what. You make your own decisions. But Trump is investigating the vaccines. He's investigating Big Pharma. He just had a meeting with these guys. And I believe this is just getting started. Uh, I mean, he, he he's doing a lot of things that that he is, he's trying to, uh, the other thing that it, the, the Lord is incensed with is what they're doing in the schools. They're teaching children about transsexuals. They're teaching the children about homosexual lifestyle. They're teaching the children about witchcraft and the Wiccans and the, and the Muslims and they, all that this is great. And they are polluting the minds, the, 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 the pure little minds of those little children which are precious in the eyes of God, and that has got to stop. 
Nobody has done a thing about that. This man is doing it. He's going to change. He, he, he's thinking about doing away with the, with the Department of Education. I mean, this guy is going, is putting the axe at the root of this tree. And, uh, he needs prayers. He needs your prayer. He doesn't need your continual nagging and continual drop, drop criticism, continual, uh, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theories that he met in it, whatever, and he does this signs with the hands. Forget about all that stuff. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. Look at what he is doing. That is, is, is important to the heart of God. This is what's important to the heart of God. You know, you, you folks really, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you, you blew, you blow me away, some people out there, uh, that, that, that saying some things. I mean, you really blow me away. I mean, how, the, the stupidity, the, 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 the how blind, uh, how, how blind can you be? There's people out there in the street that got more common sense than you. Because they see these things and they put two and two together. They don't need to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, in uh, ten hours in prayer. You want me to tell you something, folks? Let me tell you something. Jesus came to his own and his own received him not. But to them that received him, he gave the power to become the sons of God. When Jesus came the first time, folks, there were people, those Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, they would lock themselves in their, in their synagogues and pray five, seven, eight hours a day. They were pouring through the Bible. They knew the scriptures inside out. But did that help them any when Jesus the Messiah came? No. They did not recognize him. They did not even believe he was the Messiah. They, they came against him. They criticized him. They, 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 they persecuted him until they destroyed him. This is what I'm trying to show you. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The same thing is happening with this man. Now, he ain't, he ain't no Jesus Christ. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the level of persecution, the level of hatred, the level of, 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 uh, of a libel, of onslaught against this man. Some of it is true, but a lot of it is not. And they, he is really trying to do some good things, to protect your children, your children, our children, our grandchildren. You know, and, 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 and there's so much more. There is so much more, but this is just a few things that, uh, that, uh, you know, that he's doing that you guys need to open your eyes and you need to see. You need to see. He's trying to strengthen the military, this country. The military is 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 in shambles. And uh on and on and on and on it, it goes. People uh I don't know about you, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. When I stand before the most high on that day, I wanna have my conscience clear. And I want I want to be able to look at him in the mm-hmm. eyes and say, I did what I could. I did what I could to protect the lives of your little children because I knew this was your heart. I don't care about who you use because God can use a donkey. God can use, I mean, people, God used Pharaoh in Egypt to protect God's people. A Pharaoh. Can you believe that? God used the Pharaoh. God used the Pharaoh. And uh, why can't he use a man like this? Why? Do you know how, 
the beliefs of those pharaohs. Those pharaohs uh, believed in, in uh, gods and uh, you know all kinds. They believed that the, that the river was a god and uh, the cows was a god. That, that's a pharaoh. Those, those people, believe, the Egyptians, believed that. But yet God used him. Why can't He use this man? You know, this is something that you people have to uh, listen to this program out there. You've got to stop trying to, uh, 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 you know, bring everything under the, the you know, the, the 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 magnifying glass of, uh, you know, if it if if something does not line up with the Scripture, it's not of God. No, that's not the way God operates. If you look at the history of the of this nation, you look look at the history of this nation. Many of the greatest leaders that this nation, the United States of America, have had, they were not uh, you goody two shoes Christian either, but they were good men that wanted to do right for the country, that wanted to protect the Constitution, that wanted to protect the land and the people in the land. Those are people that God uses. And continues to use uh, through history, and so we are at a very important time. The other thing, oh, another very important area that the Lord uh, showed me that He wants He's He's, he's going to hold Trump accountable. He wants this thing taken care of is abortions, abortions, and He just uh, 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 you know He got this guy Gorsuch, I think is his name Gorsuch. Uh, yes. I hope I. I I hope he's he's confirmed. I believe he's going to uphold, uh, you know, uh, the vote against abortion. And uh, if another judge steps down, uh, they may be able to turn this thing around. And this is something that, in God's, uh, uh, in, in the agenda of the Most High in Heaven, this is extremely important. Some of you guys out there, you've been praying for God to uh, to reverse abortion. You've been praying for God to take care of this. In the school system, you've been praying for God to protect our children. Well, it's happening now. I, but no, you don't, you don't see it. You're blind as a bat. You've been praying for these things. Now this guy's doing it and you're not standing behind him. Well, brother Augusto, I don't think he's a Christian. So what? What if he's not a Christian? I don't care if the guy's not a Christian. He's not going to teach your Sunday school class. He's there to clean house. To protect your children, to protect the, the school system, to, uh, to 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 reverse abortion, to do many of these things. That is why God put him there. That's why he's called his Cyrus. I don't know. I, I'm getting a little hot. <laughs> I love it, man. You're on stuff. fire. I love it, and, and yeah, I love the passion, and, and I love the truth. I love the. I just, I, I really just love what you, what you said, and especially about. We, going back just a little ways about how America was founded, and yeah, the, uh, look, we know, we know the people, the founders were twisted. Some of them were really twisted, but God used them to create this country. And thank you for pointing that out. That's a wonderful analogy, Augusta. We're at the we're at the bottom of the hour break here. I just want to say, say thank you so much for pointing out so many things that many of us have been thinking, some have been saying but not as eloquently as you, that's for sure. You're listening to the Hagman and the Hagman Report. And, and when we come back with Augusto, uh, uh, and folks, go to his website, theappearance.com, that's the Appearance Ministries. When we come back, um, if we can take a, a little bit of a, a shift 
uh, to continue to talk about Donald Trump and the Trump administration, but in the context of Israel and what is happening in the Middle East with this, um, the possibility of a deal being made with Israel and a number of other Middle Eastern nations, uh, shying away from a two-state solution, but but moving towards uh, a deal, a peace deal in the Middle East. And is, should that be a concern for us? And is this uh, prophecy that we're seeing unfolding? We're speaking with Augusto Perez. He'll be with us through the next segment, which will be taking us to the end of the show. So don't go anywhere. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, I'm going to direct your attention to masterpreps.com, masterpreps.com. Wow. Uh, masterpreps.com, uh, the sponsor of our show, masterpreps.com. That's masterpreps.com. Take a visit there. High-quality items, made-in-America items. I mean, anything, everything you could possibly want from uh, cooking uh, utensils, uh, cooking frying pans. To, I mean, it is, it'll blow you away. Absolutely, Eric said. It's insane. I mean, wow. Look at the products. Folks, visit masterpreps.com. Again, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report family. Masterpreps.com. I mean, wow, it's insane. Masterpreps.com. Are you ready for what comes next? From all of us at Training Post in the Woods. We pray you have a healthy, safe, and prosperous 2017. And we would like to thank all of you for welcoming us to the Hagman and Hagman family. You're all a very wonderful and special group of people. Because we believe it is so important for you to work and acquire good health this year, we're going to do something that we've never done before as a thank you to you for your support. We're going to make something available that we believe everyone needs. During the month of January, anyone who invests in their health by purchasing either our American Heritage Remedies Kit, our Survivalist Natural Remedies Kit, or $200 in individual remedies of your choice, we're going to give to you our crisis remedy just in case for free. Your health must be a part of your preparation plan. We're here to help you with that journey. May God bless y'all, and may God bless America. Happy New Year! This is Joe Charles, the guy whose voice is heard announcing for the Hagman and Hagman Report right here on YouTube and across the Global Star Radio Network. There have been many people wondering whose music is being played during those breaks. Well, you guessed it. And we're very pleased to announce that all that music and 11 brand new songs from the CD New Jerusalem is set for release on April 10th for download on iTunes. You can help support my ministry and be blessed by this awesome, inspiring recording. I have been fortunate to work with some phenomenal musicians from around the world that helped us put this recording together in the studio. Simply go to joecharlesmusic.com and click on the iTunes link. Or, if you'd rather have a CD, we'll send one right out to you. Just leave me your email and we'll get right back to you. And thanks to Doug and Joe Hagman for making this all possible. God bless.
Folks, do us a favor. Go to thehagmanreport.com or hagmanandhagman.com, but uh, click on the link to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We should be well over 100,000, actually well over 100,000 subs, uh, subscribers by now. Do that, please. It helps us elevate. It elevates our position, and uh, it, it insulates us in ways that, well, it would take too long to really explain. Before we get back to our, our guest uh, for final segment, Augusto Perez, who was so eloquent in his talk uh, about, uh, oh, just go back and listen to the previous uh, well, since he's been on, it's just an amazing program. I just want to tell you about Minuteman Rocket Stove, MinutemanStove.com. You know, in these times in which we live, you can't. It, it, look, we need to. We need backups for everything. Backups for our backups. Minuteman Rocket Stove. That's the official rocket stove of the Hagman and Hagman Report. It is the best of the best of all rocket stoves on the market, bar none. Go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. Do not rely on, on gas or fuel stoves. Eventually, the supply will run dry. Burning wood inefficiently requires a lot of manual labor. With the Minuteman rocket stove, you have none of that. This is a, this has as much efficiency and heat as a kitchen stove, and it works tremendously. We've put it through its paces, and I'll tell you, it, it comes, it, it's just remarkable. Um, this is the only, well, this is the only rocket stove of the Hagman and Hagman report, and a Minuteman rocket stove can will provide your family or group the perfect solution for any alternative hook, cooking needs or heating needs that you have. It's smokeless, fully uh, contained. Uh, it's got a, uh, just, it's 14 pounds. It's got a uh, self-sealing lid. It, it's just, it's a fantastic, just well-manufactured piece of equipment manufactured in USA, in America, by Americans. That's MinutemanStove.com. And check out their array of fire starters as well, MinutemanStove.com. All right, I do, a little piece of news. I, I just want to mention that um, in the uh, as Donald Trump was being transported uh, to Mar-a-Lago, his estate, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, I can't talk. As he was tra- traveling, his West his motorcade. I'll get this right. Hold on, the purple sticks wearing off. Uh, as President Trump was traveling in his motorcade in West Palm Beach on his way to his Mar-a-Lago resort. A, a rock was thrown about the size of a baseball was thrown at his motorcade. The Secret Service is investigating. Actually, two objects were thrown. One was a rock. No one was injured, but uh, it just shows you the hatred out there for Trump and the movement behind Trump. Joe? Yeah, and that sentiment has been... Uh obvious in uh, the news and you know it's interesting I just posted a story on HagmanReport.com many people are criticizing Trump because he called the media the not his enemy but the enemy of the American people and I would take it a step further and say that they're the enemy of the truth. They're taking it out of context too many of these uh, Nimrods uh, of the media are taking that out of context and comparing that to what Nixon said during the Watergate their pre-Watergate days uh, Nixon to Kissinger. That's not what he said. So, just be be wary out there. Yeah, and Augusto, we've been talking uh, about the uh, Trump administration, the reprieve, the movement by the Lord and, and the Lord's people in this country um, that that really uh, you know saved us from danger. But at the same time, we are still facing uh, a lot of danger in the climate that we're in right now. 
one of the things that we talked about uh, off air that I wanted to make sure we touched on was your thoughts on the Trump Netanyahu relationship, the U.S. Israel relationship, and should we be concerned there about um, prophecy unfolding, uh, a peace deal, um, a two-state solution? I know that's kind of been been put on the in the back door. They're saying that's not going to happen. Um, what do you expect to see? Well, that's that's a great question, uh, Joe, and um, I think I think we're going to see some incredible things happen this year. I'm going to explain why I believe that. Uh, spiritually, I believe I sense something great, something uh, major is about to happen. But I'm going to give some important uh, reasons why I also believe it's going to happen, and it may happen this year. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that and, and again, this goes along with Trump. This is his Cyrus, okay? In Isaiah 45, verse 1, it says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus. Now, people hear that and say, Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's anointed? How can it be he's anointed? Well, that's because they don't understand what the word anointed means, you see? The word anointed basically means separated unto, okay? Uh, when God anoints a man, for a specific purpose, he is anointed. It doesn't mean that he has to be a preacher or a born again. He is anointed for that purpose. Okay? Jehu, in the Old Testament, was anointed by the Lord to destroy the enemies of Israel. He was the one that took down Jezebel. Okay? And uh, so God anointed Samson also to destroy the armies of the Philistines. God anoints certain individuals throughout history. He has anointed them for specific purposes. And, uh, and so he anointed Cyrus back then in the, you know, and says, uh, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the armor of kings to open before him the two-leaf gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Now, I'm going to explain why I believe that it was important and this goes right along with uh, God Cyrus, Donald Trump. He had to be elected president. He had to be put in power. And he was hell trying to bring him there. And we still need to pray to keep him there to finish what he started. This year, we are in a year of jubilee. This started on Young Kipper last October. Uh, a jubilee is a, uh, a a season of time or a year that comes after seven cycles or uh, 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 yeah after seven cycles of shemitas. Uh, every cycle of seven years ends up with a shemitah year or a sabbatical year. Okay, those are very important in the calendar of God, and we need to understand these things, people, in the calendar of God. Uh, these dates are very important to the Most High. And I know that we are a Gentile church. I know that we don't, we are not called to keep the feasts, but it would be, it would behoove us, uh, to learn a little more about these things because it was, it will, en- it will enrich your heritage and it will bring revelation as to the times and the seasons of the Lord. The Bible says that, that, that the Lord has given these feasts for times and seasons. The reason he says that in the scripture is because 
this uh, this jubilee season and this uh, ho- uh, you know uh, uh, God's holy days. Let's call them God's holy days. Are markers in heaven where He does certain things. There are certain things on God's calendar, on God's agenda, that He brings about. He brings to uh, you know to happen uh, in certain times and seasons. Okay, we saw the 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 the, the tetrach in 2014-2015 that was a hot item back then a lot of people uh, were predicting things were predicting the end of the world but that was not what that was about that was in preparation for this jubilee okay this is what that was about and I'm going to share with you why this jubilee is unlike any other jubilee this jubilee is not just any jubilee first of all this is probably going to be the last jubilee uh, before the coming of the Lord. I'm not saying the Lord is coming in 2018 or 2019 or 2020 or anything like that. But I will tell you this. This is the last jubilee before the coming of the Lord. And the reason I say that is because in 50 years, that generation that would see Israel come back to the land of, of Palestine will be dead. So that cannot be 50 years from now. It's, it's impossible. So it has to happen before. It has to happen around this season. When? I don't know. But I'm telling you, this is the season. Secondly, uh, this is the 70th Jubilee since Joshua crossed over with the, with the people of Israel into the Promised Land. The 70th Jubilee. Now, I don't know if you believe in Bible numerics, but I do. That is a very important number, 70, okay? It's throughout the Bible. 70 is throughout the Bible. Look it up. I don't have time to get into it, but look it up. The other number is fulfilled in this jubilee is, this is the 40th jubilee since Jesus Christ came to the earth. As a matter of fact, in the book of... Um, in the book of Luke, it talks about it there in Luke 4.18. Jesus, remember when he went to the synagogue and he read, remember, the, 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 the scripture for that day? He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Now the only thing he left out there is and to pray and to and to and, and the day of vengeance of our Lord. Because the day of vengeance was not for back then when he came. Now the day of vengeance is going to happen now. That day of vengeance is known throughout the Bible as the day of the Lord. The great and terrible day of the Lord. The great wrath of the Most High is mentioned over 66 times throughout the Bible. I did a research on this. That it's, it's mentioned as the day of the Lord, the day of Christ, the day of, of the Lord Jesus Christ, the day of the Most High. It's mentioned all over Scripture. That is the day that Isaiah 61 talks about. Now, when Jesus read this Scripture back then, guess what he was announcing? He was announcing Jubilee. 
he was announcing the beginning of a jubilee. That is what he was doing. And he read the scripture of the Torah back then that belonged to that day, okay, or, or, or not the Torah, but from the scrolls that belonged for that reading of that day, and it happened to be that scripture. That was not by chance. He, he knew it. He knew that was the scripture that he was supposed to read, and he knew that was the day. And this is why he said, this scripture is fulfilled today. And then he closed the book, or he the, the scroll, which is what they used back then. That is, that was the beginning of a jubilee back then. And from that jubilee, and of course, you know, we know the ministry of Jesus. He went out to heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead, preach the gospel to the poor. He fulfilled that scripture. But because it was a jubilee, a lot of people don't realize, do not connect the dots that that scripture in Isaiah 61 and what Jesus read there in Luke 4.18, that is referring to the jubilee. What is the jubilee, Brother Augusto? Well, if you research jubilee, is the opening of prison doors to the captive, is abolishing debts, is given back to the, the land to its original owners, and on and on and on. It's a beautiful thing. And how interesting that this is the year, the year of Jubilee, which began in last Yom Kippur in October, and this November, we elected President Donald Trump. And he is basically opening the prison doors to all of these children that are being slaves, sex slaves. I mean, I can preach on that. I can, I can preach right there. I can, I can go and preach now for an hour on that right there. And, uh, he's opening the prison doors and he is basically, uh, reversing a lot of these curses that has been placed on the neck of this, of this land on the people of this country. But you asked me about Israel. Mm-hmm. Now, that's where I'm going. Okay, this is connected to Israel as well. In the year 1967, 68, guess what? That was 50 years ago. 50 years ago, Israel recaptured Jerusalem during the Six-Day War. And the previous jubilee before that, guess what that was? 1917, when the Belfort Declaration took place and Great Britain recognized the need for a Jewish homeland and legitimized efforts towards that in an official statement. Okay? Now, that is not a coincidence. This is the next jubilee from that time, 67, when Israel recaptured Jerusalem. What could happen this year, Augusto? I believe we already heard rumors about it. The capital of Israel can be moved to Jerusalem. And Donald Trump, President Trump, has already said and promised to Netanyahu, I believe they talked about this in closed doors in the White House, that is what he is planning on doing. And I believe that that may be what can happen this year. I believe that every 50 years, something spectacular happens in the land of Israel. And we are in a climate right now, in the spiritual climate, when this could very well happen. Now, exactly when is it going to happen? I don't know. But we are in that season. Now, remember that war back then 
in six, it was 67, 68. So this thing may go uh, 2017 into 2018. Somewhere around there, I expect this to happen. Now, there's going to be a fight. There's going to be a struggle because everybody is against it. Okay? The globalists don't want that. They want Jerusalem to be an international city for the Muslims and for everybody. The Pope wants it. The Muslims want it. Everybody wants it. Uh, Jerusalem has become a, a cup of trembling. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it is becoming a, 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 a great point of contention amongst many countries. And so I believe that this is um, what uh, what is on the stove right now. Uh, this, this is something that I really be, believe is going to happen. Uh, could, uh, could, uh, could Israel be attacked? Yes, I believe it could be attacked. But I believe this is something the Lord wants to give Israel before that happens. He wants to make Israel whole. He wants to heal Israel, the land of Israel. I believe there's a prophecy in Ezekiel talks about that. God wants to reveal himself to his people in Israel. The land of Israel belongs to God. It does not belong to the, to the United Nations. It does not belong. It belongs to God. Jerusalem is a city that belongs to God. But Brother Augusto, there's a lot of evil people in the government, blah, blah. I know that. God knows that. But that still belongs to Him. Jerusalem still belongs to Him. Israel still belongs to Him. It's the land of covenant. That's where He signed many covenants with His people. That is the land where He's going to reign. That is the city where He's going to reign for a thousand years in the millennium. It is a city that has been anointed for that purpose. That sin is going on there rampant. That's not the point. The point is that land has been set aside by the Most High for a specific purpose. That city has been set aside by the Lord for a specific purpose. And He is going to bring that to fulfillment. And no one can stop that. And so I believe this is something that will happen. The other thing that will happen, that, that happens and has happened in the past, Doug and Joe, is that every time that Israel has uh, achieved a victory during, uh, you know, those jubilee years. Guess what has happened in America? Revival. Okay. I was going to say war, but uh, re- revival. Revi- well, before war. Before war. That's revival. so much better. Yeah. War, yeah. War, war is going to come, but watch what happened in 67, 68. That was the great uh, what is called uh, the the uh, great outpouring of the spirit that was poured out on the. Uh, it's referred to as a charismatic renewal, which then he was abused and all you know that all that. But many people were awakened, many Catholics, Presbyterians, Episcopal. I mean, you name it, that were uh, dying in the vine, drying in the vine. They they woke up, they were refreshed, they were energized, and uh, the. There was a, a mass of souls swept into the kingdom of God. The same thing happens in the, in the, the, the 1917, 18 area. Uh, I believe there's going to be a similar thing happen in this, in this, uh, season, 2017, 2018. I believe we're going to see a tremendous ingathering of souls, which is again another reason why the Lord allowed, uh, Donald Trump to win. He gave us the Cyrus. 
that is because he wants to do all these things that I mentioned in the in the previous hour, but he also wants to bring in his harvest of souls before he pours down his wrath. And that is, I believe, I believe that with all of my heart. Many people don't believe it's going to happen. Well, I believe it. Number one, because God has shown it to me. But number two, I believe it because it is in Scripture. It is in Scripture. It's in the book of Joel. It is in the book of Joel. If you read Joel 2, chapter 2, 21 to 32, it says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, you beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring up, the tree bears her fruit, the fig tree, the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause down to come upon you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain. Now, uh, for those people out there that don't know what this means, okay, in the in Israel, the fall feasts, okay, d- during the fall feasts, d- during that time of the fall, right before the harvest, there comes what is called the latter rains. Okay, the former rains fall in the spring to prepare the ground for the planting season. The fall feasts and the fall is when right before the harvest is brought in, the barley harvest and the wheat harvest, there is an abundance of rains that come referred to by the Jewish people and the, you know, in the, in the Israeli culture as the latter rains. Okay? That is what brings in the harvest. And so that is why Jesus Christ mentioned about, you know, he, he, he talked about the harvest. He says five months until the harvest. Why? Because it was five months until that, the, 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 the harvest feasts. Okay, it was five months. It was five months before, and he, that's what he was saying these things. And he says, "In five, you say, you say, in five months." And, and he says, "Behold, look upon the fields, for the for the fields are ready to harvest." You see, and so let me continue reading. And then he says, "And the threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil, and I will restore to you the years the swarming locust has eaten." The, cr- the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, the cutting locusts, my great army, which I sent among you. What is this, Augusto? You want my version of what this is? That Joel is talking about in chapter 2? Okay? It doesn't say that there, but I believe this is what it is. Jubilee. This is Jubilee. He's describing a Jubilee, a time of abundance, a time of blessing. Listen. He says, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously, wondrously, wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed and you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed. And, and then listen what he says afterwards. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, upon your servants, upon the handmaidens, and though they will I pour out my spirit. See? That is the last outpouring. That is the latter rain. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. Now, here we're getting into the judgment part, okay? Now, pay okay. attention. 
And I guess so. We we have uh, about four minutes left. Three and a half, four minutes left. Just to let you know. I'll wrap up. Listen, because this is the clincher, so don't miss it. Okay, he's talking about all these wonderful things. Okay, but then he says, and then right after that, I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Here it comes before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Now, people, this is it right here. This is what I believe we are entering into. We are entering into the the, the, the year of Jubilee, we are going to see, I believe, with all of my heart. I believe with all of my heart. And, and bro, bro, Brother Augusto, could you be wrong? I, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. I explain to you why I don't believe I am wrong. Because the next Jubilee, there's no way it could be the next Jubilee. It, it just cannot be. Because the generation that saw Israel get come back to Israel will be, will be dead. There's no way that generation is going to be alive. Uh, in 2067. Impossible. Okay? So that is why I believe it is this Jubilee. Now, when is going to happen? I can't tell you. I don't know. But we are in the season right now. And <clears throat> right after this outpouring takes place, okay, there's going to be a, a momentary blessing. There's going to be... A, it's not going to last, people. This is not going to last. This is not going to last years where America is going to... No, this is not going to happen like that. It's going to be quick. It's going to be fast. And uh, we're going to have a window of time, okay, where your, your loved ones, your children, your, 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 your backslidden uh, sons and daughters and wives and husbands and mothers and fathers, they're going to be able to come back to Jesus, come back to the Lord, be healed, be saved, be restored. There's going to be an outpouring of His presence. There's going to be an outpouring of His presence in the schools in the jails, in the supermarkets, where supernaturally God is going to show up. Mark my words, folks, this is going to happen. I don't know where, I don't know when, this is going to happen. But right after that, right after that happens, is when that is going to be the wrath of God is going to be poured out. Okay? And that is why Jesus refrained from reading the first, uh, the, when he came on the earth, he did not mention that part, which is in Isaiah 61. He did not read that part because that was not for then. But this is for now. And this is the 40th Jubilee since Jesus came at that time. And with that, I I turn it over to you, Dr. Joe. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Fantastic. Augusto Perez. Thank you so very much. I mean that this, folks. Uh, let's spread the word about this broadcast, about Augusto's appearance, and uh, make sure you listen to it more than one time. A lot of information packed into this. Absolutely, uh, Augusto. I want to thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Um, I know we'll we'll do this again in the near future. Uh, again, his website is theappearance.com. dot uh, com. Anything you got coming up that you want to promote? Well, I have a trip to Honduras. Uh, this next March, the middle of March, the latter part of March, I will be going there for uh, several days. 
uh, keeping in prayer. We're going to be visiting uh, a, a, a children's diner that we uh, that we are connected with there, uh, our orphanage. We're going to be preaching in different places, uh, training people. And, you know, just keep in prayer and uh, we'll do. and uh, if 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 you want if you want uh, to be an intercessor. By all means, contact us. Uh, we we need intercessors, and uh, you know we'll 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 show you. We'll show you and teach you and help you. But uh, if 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 anything, just pray. Pray for pray for uh, uh, for the Hagman report. They need prayer. Some of you want to help financially, but you cannot. But you can help with prayer. Amen. Pray. Man. Absolutely. Pray. Pray. Pray like you've never prayed before. Augusto Perez. Thank you so much. We're at the end of the program. God bless. Until next time. God bless you. Bye-bye.